Welcome everybody to the Arch City Paranormal Podcast. I am Kyle, your tour guide through the weird, and we are once again joined by Allison and T are back with me, and then finally we've got Rachel back. Yay! Finally. It's like scheduling a celebrity. Yeah. <laughs> like pencil everything in, and no, we can't do that. And then her agent calls, and it gets real ugly. And What's her writer like? There was a, it's, ter- it's, it's green M&M's and M&M's and fucking green Avion? M&M's. Yeah, the, the Avion's what I can't get over, because who the fuck drinks that now? Rachel does. <laughs> so we're glad to have her with us, and today on the show we've got some cool stuff that we're going to go over. And we've got, we can talk about the the paranormal cage fighting because this episode will actually come out after that comes out. Nice. Um, and Rachel has no idea. <laughs> no. Freaking gold. You're was, in for a treat. Jeez. Oh, it was an interesting I, evening. I know a guy. I bet you I could get you a link early before it like, you know, is released to the public. <laughs> I got a connection with somebody. I could probably get you. I could probably get you, you know in there so wherever you're listening to us at we appreciate it uh whether uh, it's iheart or spotify uh maybe we can save you an app if you picked one up for us i know now when i saw that no i was like two weeks ago that we're on spotify it was like i don't know how we got there like i didn't do that we're just that good apparently apparently so we appreciate you Uh, hit the subscribe button tell your friends settle in for at least an hour of some random shit and some stuff we have planned. So we also have with us, all, as you can hear the mic he wants down. Bump, bumping around. We ha- we have with us, I like to call him Hank, but it's Henry. It's Henry. His name is Henry. Okay. But you can call him Hank it's, if you want it's, to. It's Henry. And we talked about him on the last podcast. Um, He's 20 years old. And that's like human years, 20 years old. So what's the math on that? He's like. If, if the ratio of one to seven is legit. He's in spirit. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's exactly. transcended. What I is think... it? The moksha? Like he's, what is it with the oh, Hindu? I think it is moksha. I talked about it for two When weeks, you reach the pinnacle, the high, the best you can be. Oh, yeah. You can't get any better than Henry. No. Like, clearly, I didn't learn Impasses. a fucking thing from our podcast. Oh. I don't remember. <laughs> what are you doing? Well, hey, bud, we're going to eat the mic over there. He's hanging out with T. He's blind. I'm, we're afraid he'll roam around and, you know, break something. Or... He's all done, Mama. Okay, I'll come get him. <laughs> he might be okay. It's up to you. So we've got news with T coming up later. And then also a, a really cool subject, especially when it's juxtaposed with the last episode that everyone listened to, which was just a, a glorious shit show. Is what I'm gonna call it. Was it was fun. It was. It was a, it good, was a good. It was a good time. <clears throat> Paranormal cage fighting. And today, what we're gonna talk about though is, it was actually a great idea that Allison and T had to to have Rachel come in and to not do like her medium thing, but like to tell us what it's like. Like, what do you like? What do you see? What do you hear? That kind of stuff. And it was a conversation that you guys had had. Was it July 4th? Mm-hmm. Oh, we were like at that. Rachel's. Yeah, that's right. So we're going to do that today. But first, what I wanted to, what I wanted to talk about first <laughs> is I, I wanted to touch on, because I had so much fun on, on episode uh, 27. 28? Or, no, it was 28. Yeah. This is episode 29. So yeah, on, on episode 28, I had such a good time with the paranormal cage fighting and Mike and I, we were so well taken care of. Uh by our resident nurses, we were quite inebriated 
by the time we reached the end of that podcast. And I heard that the, 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 we had a designated driver for Mike. Mm-hmm. That was me. And I heard that it was an interesting ride home. Yes. Where does one begin? <laughs> At uh, the beginning. <clears throat> it's a good place to start. Start in our driveway. <clears throat> he managed to make it to the truck. <laughs> That's good. He got in, no problem. Didn't Bonus. have to open his door. Um, had to remind him to put his seatbelt on. He did that on his own. Good job. And then we got to, we passed the bowling alley. Uh-huh. And I think it sparked something. <laughs> because I was asked what my average high bowling score was. <laughs> That's a pretty normal question. Something we should all know about. Each yeah, other. Um, it's about 150. And then he proceeded to tell me, you know, he was on a bowling league and a friend of his uh, almost went pro because he was so good. Nice. And I don't really remember a whole lot whilst we were on, you know, the freeway going home. It was random (laughs) chatter. Right. It was the driveway at his house that led to. So did it, like on the ride home, did he, did he go to sleep? Did he pass out? No, he was quite talkative. He was, okay. Because I figured it's going to be one or the other. Right. And I, there was a moment of silence and I thought, I'm going to look over and he's going to be asleep. No, I think he was just thinking about the next thing to talk about. (laughs) <clears throat> but we get to his house and Mike, I'm sorry. Um, oh, it's just fantastic. <laughs> it took him a good 10 minutes to completely exit the car and like shut the door. Did it? Yeah. <laughs> so he's sitting there and he, I drive an SUV that sits a little bit higher and there's like this slight, mm. I don't know, hump's not the right word, but just... It's a raised area on the side of the seat. Mm-hmm. And he gets one leg out of the truck and the other leg's still in the truck. <laughs> I know where this is going. <laughs> and then there was a back and forth motion. Back and forth, back and forth. On the seat. On the seat. Mm-hmm. Apparently it felt good. <laughs> against his nether regions. So he's, so let's just picture, so he's got, he's basically straddling the corner of your seat. Pretty much. Yeah. He taint hey, in the car. He hey, taint out. He taint in. <laughs> he taint out. So he's, so he's, he's, and then he's, he is, he is rubbing. Rubbing back and forth, back and forth. So much so is that a, I'm is like, it he's, a, is it a, is it a front to back vehicle? Motion? Side to side. It's a side to side. Side to side. God, this side is Side to great. side. And that continued for, I don't know, a minute or so. I might might lose a friend today. (laughs) And then he gets, you know, the second leg out of the truck and then bends over and just rubs his ass on the side of the seat because apparently the material of the shorts he was wearing combined with the luxuriousness of the leather on the car seat. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, that feels nice. So so now so now he's got both feet out of the truck. Yes, he's standing in his driveway. His ass is still on your passenger seat. Correct. And it's a it's a still a side to side vehicle motion. But now Mike's Mike's front to back, rubbing his ass. Yes, on like the leather of your truck. Head out of the truck, feet on the ground. Rub, rub, rub. So that carries yes. on. For another, I don't know, 30 That's seconds or so. Fucking great. He make, he stands upright, 
kind of turns to the left and notices that the door handle on the truck <clears throat> is shiny. Uh-huh. <laughs> so he stands there and rubs the door handle with his hand. Let me preface it with saying with his hand. Because and it could have been anything up at until this, this point, point. I wouldn't have been surprised if it was with something else. And he's rubbing the door handle. And it is. It's silver against black. Uh-huh. He's like, oh, that's shiny. It's so beautiful. But I should preface that by saying, I believe there was a moment between him fully exiting the truck and discovering the door handle that the leather seats were the most spectacular thing he has ever touched in his life. Because he's rubbing it. Rubbing it. The seat, the back of the seat. There's embroidery on it that has like the model of uh-huh. my truck on it. And he's like, oh, what does that mean? Like just talking about it. So he finds the door handle. And at this point, I'm like, well, this is too good to pass up. I get my phone out. And I take a video of it. But I kind of egged him on a little bit because he's obsessed with the door handle. Uh-huh. And I'm like, Mike, what about the what, what about the leather? What Tell about me about the, the leather. What do you think supple, of the leather? The supple butter-like leather. And it just, it was just, oh, look at that. That's nice. You know. <laughs> and he, things, something, something would strike him funny. He'd half fall back into the truck onto the floor. It, <clears throat> there's a picture of that maybe. Um, Michael had a really, really good time. I'm so night. glad to hear that. <laughs> I'm glad he got home in one piece. Yes. We we sincerely appreciate it. Yeah. And the, the fucker, like, okay. <laughs> this is not related to drunkenness, but post-podcast, mm-hmm. we spent $60 on pizza and subs. Mm-hmm. He went home and ate chicken noodle soup. <laughs> no, he did not. Yeah. He didn't. He I asked him, did you eat? Because I'm thinking this boy needs to put some food in his yeah. belly. Right. He's like, I had a corner piece. And then was going to go eat chicken noodle soup. I'm like, you rotten bastard <laughs> there's 60 dollars worth of food in that kitchen and you didn't eat it that was he, the whole reason why we had that much food yeah he uh he had um smoked a chicken and that was the, the oh. chicken in there so he was excited yeah but when you're drunk pizza's amazing yeah, yeah. Not chicken noodle soup. No. no and greasy you need that good yeah, grease i totally agree it did me right Good. So I'm glad somebody that, that story. Ate. The story about that was originally it wasn't so much to call Mike out. It was just to say thank you for being the designated driver and thank you to T for taking care of me. I went downstairs into the living room and passed out, sitting up in my recliner. Had my daughter come in. Dad, go to bed. No, go away. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> As I doze back off again, so. Not quite as good a story as your supple seating arrangements in your vehicle. Yeah. But. That was fun, though. I mean. It was, it was fun. A, a Good laughter. Yeah. It was <laughs> good serotonin release. <clears throat> good times. Yeah. Good times. So I did. I wanted to cover that because I thought that was. Imagine if the seat heater would have been on. Oh, God. He would have been amazed. You might not have ever. He might never have left that truck. Yeah. It took him like ten <laughs> minutes to fully exit the truck and shut the door. He might have brought the suit back out. <laughs> he wanted to move in. Like, oh, oh come gonna, on! It's a gonna, nice truck. It's gonna stay here. I'll bring you a bowl. Yeah, nothing. You want some soup? You know that kind of thing. <laughs> oh, I love you, Michael. So yeah, so I wanted to to cover that. I was happy to help. 
It was good entertainment. Well, when you sent me the video. <laughs> and that was a short it, video. Uh, it was. sounds like it was just a small clip. Snippet. It was a snippet of time. Of what went on there. Yeah. It was good. It was good, though. <laughs> God. Good times. Yeah. All right. So. Maybe so we could post a picture. It, Not it the might, video. Just it, the picture. It might get leaked. Perhaps. <laughs> For chance. You might get TikTok. You never. <laughs> well, there's that, too. You never know. You never know. That'd be a good one. Uh-huh. Speaking of TikTok, I don't want to jump too far ahead. But there's a news story. God, yes, they released it today. I sent you about TikTok on your phone, T. Go ahead. Let's do that now. Okay. Because I think the news, we'll get that out of the way. And then the whole rest of the show, we can focus. Sweet baby carrots. On Rachel. It's the second one I sent you. Podcast beers, anybody? Um, Heartlandia, please. Would you like to try one, Rachel? Yeah. (gasps) Apparently, T is seeing this for the first time. Thank you. T, do you want one? No. No? Oh, oh she's very upset. I knew I knew it would hurt her feelings. If she ever gets around to letting us know what the article says for, <laughs> you know, everybody listening. The fucking orange asshole is going to ban my fucking TikTok. <laughs> fucking jackass. God, I hate him. Okay, so give us, let's try to be. So you now know who T's probably voting for in November. <laughs> What's our email again? <laughs> ArtCityParanormal. Gmail.com. There you go. Allison's got it. I'm sorry, I'm skimming. No, I've not read this till now. The Commerce Department plans to restrict mm-hmm. access to TikTok and WeChat, which I don't even know what the hell that is. Does that mean I'm I don't old? know what that is. Yeah, I don't, I probably think that probably means we're old. I don't know what that is either. Poodle, you have youngins. Do you know what WeChat is? Okay. So podcast beers were just cracked open. We have uh, Allison and Rachel are drinking Heartlandia, the one that I went silly on um, on our last episode from Wolf's Ridge. It was pretty good. I Mm -hmm. I I liked it. it. Yeah. There's another one here I'm going to get into. But then I have Seventh Son, and I just went with this one because there's a little bit of higher alcohol volume. Yours is 7% and ours is 4.2. Yeah. So. Oh, look at Henry. Yeah, he Henry's laying down. Henry's going to bed. Okay, so I've had time to skim. Okay. So they're not getting rid of my G- TikTok. Give us the rundown. They're making it so if you have it downloaded already, you still have access to it. You just can't update the app or upgrade the app or get okay. any of the maintenance. So what's that mean? No new. So would that effectively in over no, time no, yeah, no basically new, shut it down? Right. No new people. Unless they can sell it to an American company by what, like November twelfth or something. There's something about it November twelfth. Hey, thanks. Nice job. <clears throat> huh? Happy birthday. It's great to stay ever, unless they take TikTok away. Yeah, Ew. And, then, and then you know, November seventh's not too shabby either. Thanks. It's not as good as the twelfth. <laughs> so, so, so yeah, it basically means no more new users on TikTok. You all right over there, Rachel? You okay? Oh, here we go. Blame it on the dog. We went through this last episode, just so everybody knows. Rachel wasn't here, so she doesn't know. Mike was blaming all kinds of stuff on poor Boone, our executive toy chewer. You mean that foul, foul smell we experienced? That was his ass. Oh. That was Mike's ass. So maybe he was rubbing the residual off. <laughs> on my car. <laughs> Huh. 
Okay. Well, wait, you can't. It's radio. What do you think it over there? Nothing. Talk. I think it's bullshit. Okay. So Why? I pulled up uh, the Associated Press. I'm trying there to find go. one that's a little. There we go. What's the word? Not biased. Bias. <clears throat> I'm assuming the AP. It's probably exactly is... the same thing that. I mean, none of them do any real work. Well, it's just to trash somebody. So. What does it say? I don't have my glasses. That's okay. On, so you're gonna um, <laughs> let's see. I can tell there's letters. Just can't make out what yeah. exactly they are. Yeah. So they're basically putting it says they're putting pressure on TikTok's owner to make further concessions. Uh, so is Oracle involved in the purchase? Let's see. California tech giant Oracle recently struck a deal with TikTok along those lines. What lines? Apparently, you have to read an entire article for it to make sense. Um, but they're worried about national security and string all the words together. Yes, data privacy concerns. Um, Trump has pressured the current owners to sell it to the U.S. to U.S. operations because of the data collection issues. But don't they have? Don't they have like American employees? Like, I mean, I thought somehow Microsoft was involved. I, I remember. Think, I think that deal fell through. Oh, I, think, I remember hearing that too. I'm not sure what's happening. Just uh, don't take my TikTok away. Uh, yeah. So I have to. I have. It's. It's ridiculous you love it don't you it's just stupid i'm so but glad you downloaded it's oh, just he he, he he caved and went down what is it wednesday wednesday, wednesday. It yeah yeah it's um i was totally against it yes and then you guys roped me in because you put arch city on there and now today today i had to put the fucking phone down because it had been 45 fucking minutes of scrolling those fucking stupid videos and it's like but there's so shit. much fun i'm not saying it's not fun they, i'm just saying it's, all those it's, dogs you get to see it's a, and <laughs> it's 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 scott henry it's addictive tiktok crush there's the <laughs> who's the guy from who's the guy from ohio sir yacht or something like that i don't believe i know that name oh girl he's a good one he's hilarious he's hilarious like weird name towns in Ohio, like top five weird name towns in Ohio. He like does all Ohio lists. Yeah, it's weird. It's or like good. Midwest, but really? mostly Ohio. I have to send you one. He, okay. It's, he's, it's ridiculous. So yeah, 45 minutes, 45 minutes of that, I had to stop myself, put the phone down and walk the hell away. But it's the only app that you have that makes you happy the entire time you're on it. You laugh. It's a good it's great. booster. Yeah. Now do you, okay. So the big thing is like TikTok crushes. Do you have a TikTok crush yet? On folks? no, but let me tell you. Let me tell you what I did. I, I I'll tell you a mistake I made. There was like one video, like whatever it was. Uh, uh, like something over thirty. So this hot chick, she's over thirty. So I fucking liked it. It's like fucking Instagram, right? The next fucking twenty minutes. That's all I got. No more. I was looking at. I was looking at dogs. Mm-hmm. I was watching Surrey yacht stuff. I uh, airplanes. I had like the the Thunderbirds. Like the thun- mm. I had follow the Thunderbirds on there, which is just badass because the video is like from inside the cockpit. Oh, that's cool. It's cool as shit. I made the mistake, liked one of those. Next thing I know, I'm down this rabbit hole. It's like, that's all I'm seeing. Like, okay, all right. Then like click like, oh, well, you liked that one video 30 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. So if you hit the FYP thing at the top, it'll refresh it. If you pull it back down, it'll mm-hmm. reset that. But it won't give me. It'll give you new. 
Oh, so I once got see. in the prison TikTok hole. <laughs> oh, Ooh, what is what? that? Yeah, there's prisoners down there. From inside prison? Yes. Yeah, I, I've seen How a couple of those. How did they do I, that? I have no idea, but it's intriguing. And once you get down that hole, then it's like, oh no. Fucking really? Yeah. Holy you know shit. What I'm going to search tonight. What there are you looking a, for? Yeah. We, yeah. Hashtag what, prison? You know what T's yeah. into. Shut up. X, <laughs> X-Cons. Orange is the new black. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> There is a there's a prison guard though I started following. The Viking yeah. one? Have you the woman? No. Oh. No, this is a dude. There's a really He's a guy with bad teeth. But he's a prison guard and he's talking about how he's searching the cell. And this guy had taken um <laughs> Henry is talkative. Yes, he is. This guy had taken he had collected um like Fritos bags, mm-hmm. okay? And used the inside, the reflective inside of them. He had taken cardboard and he had built an oven in his fucking cell and then also built a refrigerator using his uh, air conditioning duct into this other little box that he had made. And then he had collected for three weeks the ingredients to make a pizza. And he happens to walk into Search's cell as this guy's eating the pizza he made with all this contraption shit that he had fucking put together. Which I'm sure was all contraband. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, so but that's that dude though, like, man, I've waited for three weeks to have some pizza. Yeah. Just that's, let me finish that's it. That's so that's sheer ingenuity. Yeah, and that's what he said. He's like, if you can do that in here, what he's like, how long you got left? Like, you know, yeah. you what can you do when you get out? But anyway, so TikTok stories. So yeah. But it's just just be, just be careful. No. Be careful, I guess, what you heart. Because it's like I completely lost out on but I guess I can change mm-hmm. it. Okay. Yep. All right. I mean, I'm not complaining. I mean, you know, those are good. There's also a, a stripper. I, I mean, oh, oh, is there? Yes. Oh, well, all right. So we know. What oh, the Rachel's, ones where they talk about I know what like how they get ready and yes. what it's like and yeah. how much money they make. And yeah, because the one was a girl taking like her stack to the bank. Are you serious? It was like oh, an sure. eight inch stack of cash. And she's like, I'm just going to take this to the bank. Yeah, it's like um, not them stripping. It's like their day to day life stories and the uh, stories. That'd about, be interesting. Well, that's no fucking fun. Or like the things that they, the things that have been requested in the champagne room that they say like how much they got offered and did they do it and not like that was like nice. Okay, I might go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not complaining. Like you know, it all looked good. It was just like wait a minute. I was like I was like Neil deGrasse Tyson. Okay, Neil deGrasse Tyson, Thunderbirds, drones dogs and then it was like this one hot chick comes up like oh yeah i like that too and then it's the next 30 minutes like where the, where the fuck did my drones go like wh- wait a minute and then i realized like oh yeah i see how this works their algorithms now. they're a little different i see how this works now so so yeah I've, I've got i've got tiktok i've not posted anything i doubt i will but i don't i'm the only thing i've posted is arch city stuff yeah i just watch <laughs> so you're already on tiktok you are on TikTok because the last video oh, was you. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I guess I am. It was the good one. Hashtag dirt is hard. Hashtag dirt is hard. How random was that? Mm. Mike didn't like that, though. I used his logic against him. Mm. Touche. So. <laughs> come on, Hank. Lay down. Henry. He's, he's fluffing his bed. Oh, bless you. So, um, so anyway, yeah, they're going to shut down TikTok. I'm not real clear on what that means. But it means I mean, could they, they just they could just make a shit ton of money? I mean, really, it makes you think that maybe there is something like like underhanded to it because 
that company, you know, you probably didn't start out with, probably didn't take a whole lot to come up with that fucking app. So, yeah, so it used to be, um, not buying musically. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then it was changed to TikTok. I mean, I don't know much difference about what changed with the platform of it. Mm-hmm. I never those, used musically. I think Just it was don't more singing. She's very, soft. what are you drinking today? And where did you purchase it from? It's a, uh, 10 out of 10 iced tea. From oh, the 10. McDonald's. <clears throat> McDonald's got the 10? That's close. It was like a 9.8 or something. It's close. There's eight Ocean. parameters that go into... Is it, yes, there's eight different things that go into our tea off. Mm-hmm. Huh. I don't know how you want to... So long story short, we really like iced tea. So we are purchasing unsweetened iced tea from various places. And McDonald's is in the lead. But the fact that that seems like weird, right? Yeah. Starbucks is second. Chick Fil A's third, I think. Yeah. Wendy's has the worst. But one of our categories is value for the price, and TikToks or TikTok, Jesus Christ, <laughs> McDonald's is only one dollar, and it's recyclable oh. in its container, which mm-hmm. their iced tea ratio yeah, like, is usually there, pretty like, good. All their large drinks are a buck, right? Yeah. Who knew we'd do a McDonald's ad? But up. So you've done so. Okay, so fuck it. We'll talk about that. You go, you go to all these different places. You get the iced tea, and then you you guys grade it. Yeah, Yeah. the compatibility with the outdoors. That's one of the categories. categories. Refreshingness factor. (laughs) Yeah. Pleasantness, pleasantness of container. Yeah. Overall Um, visual. Is there a visual appeal or overall appearance? Um, Value. Taste. Overall taste, and it's zero out of ten, and then mm-hmm. we average our two scores, and then they get ranked. Now, while I will say I think Chick Fil A and Starbucks taste better, yes, Starbucks is like three dollars. Chick Fil A is in a styrofoam cup, so those if you could that get lowers there the Starbucks tea in a McDonald's con- recyclable container with the Cane's ice. I think you'd have a winning <laughs> yes. combo. Yes. <clears throat> It's what we do. No, I think it's I think it's completely cool. I mean, you know, next I watch, time we, I watch next random we, sports, so I'm true. totally I'm totally into it. Next I, time we get various fountain diet cokes, and that'll be our next. Okay, one. so best is overall Mc, McDonald's. McDonald's worst. Wendy's. Yes, Wendy's. Really? Wendy's tasted the like they used toilet water. Yeah. They don't clean out their um, tea containers that they brew. And in. their tea to ice ratio is all wrong. What's there wasn't mean? enough. So. Iced tea, when it's not yet iced, it just, you know, melts your ice. It's right. not cold. So you need a little extra ice with your iced tea. I got you. They don't put okay. enough in. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's not cold. And you want iced tea cold. So that's just you. what we do. I don't know how we came up with the stupid parameters that we use, but it's been so fun. Wh- what's one you don't expect? Like I, like, I did not expect Wendy's to be the worst because their food's pretty good. So, like, one that you had that was like, holy shit, really? Either Bob good, Evans either was tasty. Yeah, good or Bob bad. Evans. Bob really? Evans was tasty. Bad cup. It's yeah, styrofoam. Nice styrofoam cup. Mm. But don't, that doesn't keep, it doesn't really work to keep it cold longer. It's not worth it. Well, just the environmental factor. Because it never breaks down. Yeah. Yeah. It's what we do on our breaks at work. We're no, exciting I'm... individuals. <laughs> we are. But it's been we fun. We actually go outside and take a drink of the tea. <laughs> we do. We go out the back door and stand on the dock. 
why do you have to be outside yeah, to fully appreciate? Yeah, because you have to see if it's compatible with the outdoors yeah. to fully. What's It'd that? be a lie. On a nice hot summer day. It That's what Gary said. Break that down for me. Like you what? Take the, the drink of tea into your mouth. Uh-huh. And you savor it. <laughs> and you think, oh, when you get that factor, okay. it's good. Okay. Sweetie, he's always savoring the taste of tea in his mouth. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Just remember the, the 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 part that I have to edit out of the last one. Yeah. Oh. And this yeah. over here now. <laughs> anyway. Sorry, I didn't think no about that. No one will be able to fully appreciate that. Why? So anyhow. So yeah. I, I mean, I don't have to edit it. I don't. It doesn't bother me. I can leave it in. We could be talking to folks right now that know all your interesting stuff, just like <laughs> my father-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> T cringes like visibly like <clears throat> okay okay so we're ranking tea yeah okay iced tea unsweetened, unsweetened all the way that's what I was yep. say. unsweetened we still have a few more we want to try Panera yeah I picture Panera being decent probably I always I, go with their green tea so I've never had like their black tea yeah I well I hate I hate tea it I, tastes like it tastes like dirt and it's also hard <laughs> not, not as hard, but it tastes like dirt. And what do beets taste like? Dirt. Oh, they're totally dirt. Oh, beets are amazing. Dude, are. I, play, so I played football. I know what dirt tastes like. Beets, dirt. No. It tastes like, no. You have had bad beets then. No, it does taste No, like the beets I had, the beets I had were, were co-signed by this lady over here in the corner. They were good. Those are, those are fantastic. Okay. I love, so I love then, those. Like, well, they're fucking gross. Like, ugh. I was, love beets. I do too. Oh, God. I'm a good salad bar. Oh. Fuck off. Yes. No. Beets. Oh, pickled, oh, pickled dirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for sure. 100% for sure. So nasty. <clears throat> we need a fifth person here to break the tie. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, so, so anyway, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't even, I don't like tea at all, but I, I do like, what do I get, babe? The Panera, what tea do I get of theirs? Green tea. I think it, no. No. Is it the orange one? You like that ginger carrot juice yes. stuff. That's not tea, though. That's not tea? Uh-uh. <laughs> oh, okay. It's juice. All right. What is it? Juice. Juice. Yeah, like I could do like like Arnold Palmer. That's, An iced that's, tea lemonade. Could, lemonade. 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 <laughs> Compo. Yeah. Like those, I could drink that tea for sure. Mm-hmm. But no, like regular tea. Oh, yeah, because you had that shit that was um the low sugar stuff that you bought. The Arizona brand. Was yeah. that raspberry? Yeah. yeah. The Zero, yeah. Yeah. yeah that yeah, was yeah, good. Yeah. It was good shit. Especially for Zero. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. It's, but it's kind of it's kind of like those energy drinks I'm on now. Mm. Those Bang energy drinks. Rachel was the one that pointed that out to me. You're like, yeah, they taste great. Like, you can't, I can't believe, you know, how great. And Rachel's like, yeah, but you're probably getting cancer. <laughs> 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 Fucking downer. Like, yeah, you're, yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. But you're damn it, you're right. going out doing something you enjoy. You're going out with a bang. Bang. <laughs> it tastes like birthday cake. Have you tried it yet? I made tea try. No, it does not sound remotely yeah, I, Why do you want to drink good. birthday cake? Dude, I know. Yeah, thank you. I know. I know. I, oh, 100%. The first time I saw Mike drinking one, I was like, dude, that's just stupid. Completely counterintuitive. I want nothing to do with it. Oh, no, you got to try it. And, I, and yeah, it just tastes It good. just doesn't sound. I know. He had me try birthday cake, and he had me try cotton candy. Cotton candy. And it was literally like I was eating a piece of cotton candy. It was amazing. Dude, 
Dude, it's unbelievable what no. they did with the flavors. It's like, what? No. I can't. It's just the thought. Yeah, well, no. I'm going to get you to try it. And you're going to be like, Even holy like shit, you're right. You got one now? No. Damn it. No, I, sure? had one, I had one left. I killed it this morning. Oh. Yeah. And you knew sorry. I was coming over. That's rude. I'm sorry. <laughs> it won't happen again. I'll have more next time you're here. Okay. I will try it. So, I like this beer. I do. Seven yeah, that's too. good, too. The Heartlandia is really good. Oh, God. Rachel's ready I to crushed, party. I crushed three Woo-hoo. of those. <clears throat> I was tore up on that last show. No. Ooh. You were? Girl. I went back the... When we went and... Because um, we were drunk and I thought we didn't get the fourth segment. Yes. <laughs> so I go back and I'm listening to it. Mm, I don't remember. I don't remember the first like two, three minutes of me talking right there. I'm talking like... I was talking about fucking Roman Coliseums and all kind. Oh, it was, it was, I don't remember it. I do not recall talking about that. Usually I won't listen back to podcasts. I'll yeah. just get it edited. It's like, I don't like to listen to myself. I'll just fucking get it edited, get it fucking out there. I'll have to listen to that whole podcast because I guarantee the third and fourth segment. No, no. Just a hot mess. I don't know what the fuck I was talking I'm, about. I'm going to be curious to. I may disagree with myself. You You might. <laughs> I'm I'm more interested in the transition that takes place from beginning yes to end <laughs> yes right very much so. to because I was you know since I was here and we witnessed it in person mm-hmm. what it's going to sound like next time you should do the pictures have you seen somebody like this is a picture after one IPA oh picture after two oh IPA. Yeah, we, we totally should have done we that cabin. well we're gonna That's try to gonna say cabin. the cabin cabin yeah yep. <clears throat> we're gonna try we're trying to come up. Mike and I are trying to come up with another topic like that so that we could do another episode. I don't know what it would be, but so real quick nutshell, since you've not listened to it, it's not going to spoil anything. If you, if you give a shit to listen to it, Rachel, basically what it was is do you remember the arch madness that I did. Okay. So the, the, the gist of it was we took that bracket, those people, cause I have to make a digital one. So I held on to it. We took this bracket, right? These people, okay. Mike and I then debated if they were in a cage match versus each other, who would win? My and, favorite part, and, though. And we went all the way across. And the, the, the best part, <clears throat> the best part, part is if we felt like someone was undermatched, like Such say, Chip like, Coffee. Like Chip Coffee, okay, little yeah. little old guy. Yeah. And I forget who Chip was it's up one against. Of my yeah, not a bad dude. He's, he's going up against Aaron, and Aaron was like 6'3. I spent, look, I spent like an hour Googling height and weight of paranormal investigators that day. <laughs> and it's on the next page. Huh? It, your next is page is all of your stats. Oh, yeah. There you go. She's got them crossed out because we were killing people. But yeah, so that's their stats. So so anyway, Chip Coffee is obviously undermanned, undermatched against Aaron. Aaron's like 6'3", younger guy. So in that case, Mike and I would then agree that they got to take some kind of weapon with them into the ring. Oh, my God. But... The weapon had to be. It had to be a piece of paranormal investigation equipment. <laughs> An extension cord. Yeah, 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 yeah. Katrina put in some work. Yes, went farther than I expected her. To. She did. She did. Tough, 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 broad. Tough, broad. Yeah. So. Yeah. Very so nice. that's that's what the show was. I forget where I was fucking going with that. I think you were just a picture after every. I think you were just sharing. What it was like since she hasn't. Nobody's yeah. listened to it, it but was, yeah, well, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. We haven't. You guys were at least here. 
Good times. And the listener, the listeners now have heard it by the time we get to it. What did I say this was? This is 29? Mm, or is this yes. Next? Yes, this, yeah, today's this is 29 because paranormal cage fighting was 20. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. So, <laughs> next news story. <laughs> You're putting me on the spot. I don't even know. Well, I sent you links. I didn't look at them. T, Not ever prepared. Ever prepared. <laughs> Zach Bagan's Tiger King? Yes. This is the dumbest shit. Go ahead and Google that, Allison. Because I'm sure Rachel will want to see this. Zach- I saw I saw this and I was like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Okay, so I haven't read it yet, but I do know that he went out there and bought quite a bit of stuff. Like the piece of wall that Travis's bullet went into. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. For his museum? Which is precisely why I wanted to talk about this, right? If you have that kind of money, I got. Oh, you know, we can sell some stuff. Yeah. Oh, shit. Penis pump. Yeah, that's. Just for the record. That's. Yeah, Joe's crown. Joe's. Uh, didn't he take his. um, Not thorn. What is that thing called that he's thrown? Penis pump. <laughs> big, Not big chair. <laughs> not, not big chair. Or. Over- not gaming chair. Not. Special seat. Special seat. Seating device. No. Thorn. It's a thorn. I was thinking thorn in my head. I couldn't get I love you so much. (laughs) I love you so much. We may not make it to 17. Really? Which is Sunday. Oh, well. So. You'd be fucking up. I'll tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to take back this. Take back your thorn. You take back your thorn. (sighs) So it looks like Zach Bagans bought all kinds of stuff from Tiger King. Some weird shit. Dumb. So weird. Yeah. But what does that have to do with with a haunted museum? I know. With a paranormal. I don't understand it. Go ahead, T. I'm sorry. Go ahead and give us a rundown before we. Okay. So like some of the weird stuff he got was Joe Exotic's crown. Some of his clothes. So he got his crown and his thorn? Some of the stuff that they wore. <laughs> I see you over there, Allison. Don't you pretend like you fucking aren't laughing. <laughs> a penis pump? Yeah, a penis, a penis pump. pump. Um, Maldana, which would be Travis's glass pipe. A section what? of the wall showing the bullet hole from Travis's accidental shooting. I don't understand. Okay, I'm sorry, babe. You're I didn't fine. Need to... So like something that was connected to the... Says from the suicide, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Did you watch see, Tiger King? You yes, watched it, didn't you? Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say everybody's seen it. But I could see where that you could make a connection with paranormal. Like, yeah, this is where death occurred. Yeah, you know. for sure. The other stuff, a penis pump. I don't understand. Maybe because things are a little dead. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> I mean. I know it's a it's a side so it's it's a it's a side show attraction that he's doing out there in Vegas. So I get so it. So that makes sense. Right. But his it's supposed to be a haunted museum. I mean, he tried to buy the that haunted bullshit doll Annabelle or whatever. Oh yeah. Um and uh, there's some kind of drama going on between him and the dude that owns that, by the way. What um I can't think of the guy's name. I'm sure you could give it a quick Google. The the guy that owns Annabelle there's some kind of we can get to that in a second. There's oh, some kind it's of the drama famous there. couple. That the, yeah, but they're um, dead, and this is their kid. The Conjuring. The Warrens. The, yeah. The yeah, Warrens. it's their kid. So, but anyhow, 
So, I mean, I, I understand it's a sideshow attraction. He tries to buy that stuff. Like, he's got Ed Kevorkian's van. He's got John Wayne Gacy's last pack of cigarettes he smoked before he was executed. That's not yeah. haunted. It's just creepy. It's just weird. Yeah. It's just weird and creepy. And that's cool. That's cool. I get it. But why do you want to, why do you want the dude's fucking penis pump? And on top of that, he's still alive. Yeah. Like, that's what are you, lost. what are you banking on? I don't, I just, it, I do not understand. Question. It says he was there to film an episode of Ghost Adventures. Yeah. Yeah. We've Is he a- hoping to find Carol Tiger. Baskin's dead husband, so, basically? The tigers. Yeah, probably the tigers. I, I just okay. don't I don't get it I understand I mean I understand like once you reach a certain point in paranormal investigation and you've got a TV contract that you're gonna have to do some fucking hokey weird shit and let's face it I think at one point in time Zach had his shit together I think if you look back at like season one season two of Ghost Adventures that was really good shit when it's when it's Nick when it's Nick, Aaron, and Zach, and it's them carrying the cameras. It was genuine. There's Yeah, there's no sound guys. There's no Travel Channel producers. There's none of that shit. I think when you look back at that stuff, those are probably some of the best. That's probably some of the best paranormal television that there is. Once you get past that, though, now you're looking at those guys. I mean, they're they're putting on shit. They're putting on shit for money. They, they really are. And I hate to say that about them because I think at one point in time they were reputable. I want to know the real story why Nick left. Mm-hmm. Again, another whole, we've got like three topics we're deep into now. But this is just a perfect example of why it's just gone. Like it's it's over. Like you can't watch Ghost Adventures anymore. If they're going to put this on television where there's been no paranormal activity reported, there's nothing there. He bought the guy's penis pump and the dude's still alive. He's trying to jump on to his Joe Exotic's 15 Minutes of Fame. To try to keep himself relevant. Is there any stories that like Travis is still around? Is that like part of it? I don't know. I'm just on a stretch. I don't know. I don't know either. One would hope, you'd hope so for them to to go through that and do it. But it's obviously just the travel. I feel like it's obviously just the travel channel saying, look, we need some ratings. And Jeff needs the money. Jeff Lewis, the guy that bought it. And you know that they're paying. He's out now anyway. He's gone. Carol's got it. Oh, I didn't know that. Carol, mother. Fucking Baskin has killed his husband. Whacked him. Um, <laughs> speaking of TikTok, <laughs> but she uh, she actually owns she owns that facility now. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So is she expanding and branching out for a sanctuary. Who knows? She's Sanctu- she's sanctuary. Just, sanctuary. We use that word very lightly. She's just as full of shit as mm-hmm. Tiger the rest King of them. was. Yep. So I mean, it made for good entertainment. Felt bad for the tigers. Yeah. Yes. They're nuts. Yeah. But I mean, you talk about a, a Netflix series. Oh, I've never watched a Netflix series like that. Like we couldn't, we couldn't pack it in quick enough. Uh, uh-uh. we were binging it. Yeah, <laughs> as fast as so we could. And Brandon T and I are like no. falling asleep during episodes. Like, oh, don't play that. Oh, play the next one. Go ahead. I'm sorry. What no, were you saying? I started watching it, and my husband's like, "Yeah, I'm out. This is dumb." <laughs> he didn't watch it. No, he's like, "No, that's oh, stupid." We love you, Brandon, but, <laughs> but you're wrong. <laughs> Completely wrong. It, when you watch stuff like that, it kind of makes my you dad, feel a little bit better about your own life. My dad's met him. Dude, that's he has? Wait, what? My dad's met Joe Exotic not once, but twice. Why and how? Has uh, it got to do with the monkeys? Well, my dad's into exotic animals. and I knew it. Look rights, at me. Right. I'm an activists. investigator. So when the whole thing happened, when the, all the shit got out. Um, oh, in Zanesville. Oh, in yeah. So there was a bunch of political movements and restrictions that were put on animals mm-hmm. that previously didn't fall under that category. 
So my dad was, you know, involved with talking to political figures and people. Well, he met Joe Exotic. He said he was not, he said he was, you know, an interesting fella. That's how my dad would describe it. But he said he wasn't like that. He was Gary's weird... such a cool dude. He really is. <laughs> Instead of was... saying, that's a weird motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> talk to him. You know what he's fucking into? Ask me if I want to buy his penis pump. What the fuck is going on? You know you're desperate when. Gary's such a good guy. But he said he wasn't nearly that odd. Yeah, as, like, really. He was in the show. We figure some of it's probably played up for the sure. show. Very that's good showman. Like, yeah. 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 Some of it's probably played up for the show. Mm-hmm. And you're, but, and so real quick, so, cause people listening probably don't know. Your dad has how many? Five. Five monkeys. Yes. What kind? They're spider and capuchin. Okay. And they're cute. So they normally, they are super cute. They wouldn't fall under the dangerous animal. Right. Previously, but they do now. So there's like, a, they do my, now. My dad has to have like, I don't know how tall the fencing is, but he has to have his whole property, like basically in this tall fencing and show that they can really? show up on his property any given time to inspect him yeah really because that, because that they dude... had to do certain things like um i think my dad said vaccinating for rabies for the monkeys but monkeys have never been there's no documented cases of monkeys ever having the rabies but mm-hmm. they still have to be vaccinated like just some weird changes that didn't there's really a lot make of sense. a lot of reactionary laws made because that guy yeah and some like they put him in the same category as I think like as a chimpanzee. So it's national news. I know we have we have different listeners because we are international. Let me just put that out there real quick. We got two we got two listens from Russia last week. Cool. Yeah. No shit. No shit. It's probably like Russian bots or something fucking like going after Biden to sub- sabotage the election. But that's not that doesn't matter. What happened was is somebody somewhere played this podcast in Russia. But anyhow, if you look up uh, Zanesville, Ohio, there was a guy that capped himself. Um. And before he did it, he had all these exotic animals and a lot of them were deadly big cats. He opened up all their cages and then fucking he ate a bullet. So um, that's what Rachel's referring to. The, the The state of Ohio put in all these like reactionary laws. Um, and that shows you what he released. So you have, it, you have it there? Good Lord. 18 tigers, 17 lions, eight bears, Three cougars, two wolves, and one baboon. And one macaw. Oh, one macaw. 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 got a macaw. Don't sure, turn that loose. Sure do. Sure do. And sadly, some Mike of rubbed them. his under your seat. What are you talking about? One, well, one man dead in Ohio. Okay. See, you can tell I'm not wearing my glasses. I got like squint. Like, it's got one man dead. What are those? And some of the animals were killed, weren't they? I think, the all I think they killed were... them all. Oh, they did? I think yeah. they killed them all. That's why Jack Aww. Hanna was so like, holy shit, like, what have we done? Because, I mean, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I mean, you're even if even if you're, what what county is that? Muskingum. Muskingum County. So even if you're a Muskingum County sheriff, I have no idea. I don't want to insult anybody. But I'm betting in Muskingum County, you're probably making 18 bucks an hour to be a fucking sheriff. You're going to roll up on a tiger? Fuck you. I'm pulling out my shotgun, too. Nope. I'm sorry. Like, I'm, I'm not making any type of attempt I'm not making any type of attempt to to detain. I'm not to, getting out of my well, they car. They may not have had the resources to even if they wanted to take that route. I mean, yeah. how much? That's true too. Oh, like yeah. They have for all of that. I mean, the 18 tigers. How much would that take? Yeah, a lot. I, I mean, do they have that kind well, of? I don't know the proper available? dosage. You go down. You go right here in Columbus, the fucking 18th at Oak, and hit up the fucking plug, and you get some fucking you know hair on, and you head out to fucking Zanesville, and that's how you do it. Why not? Budget friendly method. Nar- yeah, you just Narcan them. 
They'll be all right. They'll all fucking be fine. Oh like, that's God. what they all do anyway. That's what them fucking drug addicts do anyway. That's what you want is a tiger that's high. Come well, he's going to be a hell of a lot more malleable. And eating all your snacks. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'd much rather have Rubbing him eating my Twinkies than my seat. leg. <laughs> he taint in the car and he taint out of it. Still probably, Sorry, probably one of the best jokes Thank in a you. while. If, well done. That was good shit. So anyway, there was a... Uh, uh, a lot of reactionary laws made, especially here in the state of Ohio, regarding exotic animals. Uh, because that guy uh, decided to open all the cages and then, like I said, eat a bullet. Um, how do we even go there? How do we get there? We we're talking how, about Joe Exotic and I said my dad. Because Zach Bacon's. Right. Yeah, okay. How do, but see, why come, how, how, how come, why come, how come Zach didn't like go to that dude's place? Yeah. Because he wasn't famous. Yeah. That was like national news though. But not Netflix famous. So maybe we can go there since he didn't. I don't want to do that. No. I'm not interested. It just seems, it's just, it's disappointing because you see people like that and you know they were, um, I feel like they were credible at one time, but then it goes back to like, like Jason and Grant on, on a. Ghost Adventures? No. Oh no, Taps. Ghost Hunters, Taps. When, you know live television grant fucking fakes evidence and it's like well you know but at that point would you care i mean really like you're done in the community i mean grant's still doing like appearances and shit grant's got got a show again you got well jason has a show again oh yeah jason yeah yeah the ball-headed one um you got millions of dollars you know i mean like at really at that point do you do you fucking care do you really care like oh you caught me whatever i'm gonna go i'm going to fucking costa rica now you all can fuck off with your, you know, bullshit. I mean, I guess I get it. It depends on what your motive is. I guess. Yeah. I just think at some point it becomes money because at some point, like I feel like the producers and everybody weigh on you and you know, I mean, you know how that was Rachel. Like when we did the, I mean, all we did was an interview. Like I'm not saying they told us to say anything or whatever, but it was so fucking weird. Mm-hmm to sit down in front of that camera and it was like, you know, we're going to ask you these questions. Don't look at the camera. Don't look at the camera. Look over here. You know, you're going to answer off camera. Like, okay, whatever. Repeat our question back to us. I felt like I was taking a fucking, like I was writing an essay for fucking school anyway. So anyhow, I guess I just blew my travel channel contract. (laughs) Well, we might as well give up now. Fuck that guy. Him and his podcast. Them stupid motherfuckers. So, so it, he's trying to sell tickets to his haunted whatever, but I don't see how it's even haunted. I know it took a, we went around the but houses to, to fucking get there. pay money to see somebody's penis pump? I, I mean, if it's a porn. Like, right. It, it's right? Ron Jeremy's penis yes. pump. That's totally different. <laughs> okay. Here's my fucking $5. I'm in. I don't know. But, I mean, what's so special about John Wayne Gacy's pack of cigarettes? Looks just like every other pack of cigarettes. Yeah, I mean, but he's like, I mean, he's like a notorious murderer. True. If it was like the van you described, like if it, that van. Right, he killed the, people. Yes. He killed people in then that van. That's, that I'd want to see that. Yeah. Kevorkian's van? Yeah, totally. Yeah, so it's not a haunted museum. It's more like the macabre. Yeah, something like that not necessarily a haunted museum anymore. But again, 
I mean, I guess I get it. You know, like, what are you going to do? Do you think it's almost out of desperation to keep his name out there? Out there? Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what I realized when we had those interactions that we did with them is how few people actually watch those shows. Yeah. Right. Because I was, I was interested in, I wanted to know, you know, I felt like, I felt like, uh, it almost brings up, Ooh, I want to write this question down. I have a question for you. Um, that on, Mike I and I, Mike and I actually discussed, but I want to fucking I ask Rachel a question here in a second. But I realized how few people watch those shows because I was looking at ratings. I wanted to know, like, I thought, like, oh, maybe Arch City's going to get a, you know, get a bump out of this. Like, is something going to happen? And then, like, really, when we broke down, like, Destination Fear for, like, those time slots, like, the people that actually watched it, it's like 100,000 people. 100,000 people. There's 330 million people in the United States. That 100,000 people is fucking nothing. They, you know, what I mean, like, they didn't give a shit. It, it, we saw, you know, virtually no bump whatsoever. I think we might have picked up like 15 followers or something. I randomly had somebody that recognized. So here we go. So this <laughs> like, is the question. Did somebody recognize you? Yeah, they reached out to me via Facebook and asked, like, they're, I saw your, I saw you on Destination Fear. Was it like some no creeper? No shit. It was some creeper so dude. He has the same last name. Well, oh, that okay. seems unique. Gotcha. So he saw it and said, you know, I wonder, he wondered if, I think probably if we were related or something. Okay. You know, I don't know. I got you. Okay. But so that, that kind of answers my question then. Mike and I were talking about, we recently did, I started, I've started doing this thing on um, Arch City's Facebook page, which is another topic I wanted to get into. But anyway, I started recently doing this thing on, on uh, I'm doing, it's called Weird Wednesday. We just highlight another group, you know, to sort of. Send send them business, you know. Send or send oh, them. Yeah. I shouldn't say business, but send them likes. Send us likes. You know, para unity, the whole thing. Hashtag para unity. Um, the more people we have out there looking for weird shit, I think the better. So, whatever. We're giving props to everybody. Chicks and spirits was the last one that we did. Uh, go check them out on Facebook. I don't know their website right off the top of my head, but if you go to our if you go to Facebook, search chicks and spirits. Um, it's an all female team from Michigan. Pretty cool. So what brought up the conversation was, is Mike, Mike's friends with a lot of people in the paranormal community. And I'm always sort of just, I've never really went out there and done that, but I added the girls and it brought up an interesting conversation between Mike and I, because the first thing I thought, we know, I added them because I wanted to be able to tag them once I posted up on, on Arch city. And then I thought about it. I was like, oh, they probably think I'm like some kind of creeper, like, <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like who the fuck is this dude? Like, oh my God. You know what I mean? And it's, a, it's like one of those things I kind of envision it. Like probably no one in the room can, can relate, but probably people listening can like when you're on Xbox and you're in, you know, like you're playing call of duty with all your, all your pals or whatever. There's sometimes, sometimes there'll be a girl that's in the same lobby as you or whatever. And as soon as she talks, all the other guys go quiet. Do you know why? No, because they're sending her private messages Ew. like, oh, hey, how you doing? And Dennis and I friend, you know, Dennis, yeah. uh, friend, I've always uh, met him on Facebook or on a on Xbox. We always play Call of Duty and stuff together. Dennis and I would always crack up because the, it would literally we'd be talking about whatever people talking shit to each other. The fucking lobby goes silent, like 12 people all of a sudden. Because every single one of those fucking hairy 
living in their basement bastards is sending that poor girl some kind of stupid message or a fucking dick pic or whatever the fuck it is they do. So that's what I thought. I'm like, well, they probably think I'm some kind of weird fucking creeper. And the paranormal community is sort of like that too. There's very few girls that are involved. Really? Yeah. It's very, it's very few, which is why I thought it was so cool. They had started their own group and it was all girls. And what's is I really like having as many girls as we do on the team. So I told Mike, I said, they probably think I'm some kind of creeper. They're not going to add me back or whatever. Finally, one girl did. So I didn't have too much of a complex, but that was when Mike and I started noticing that you had recently changed your name, Rachel, on Facebook yes. to Rachel, just Rachel. And we, and the conversation was, I bet you Rachel has got creepers that have found her and now she's changed her name. And now you said her name and she's going to have to change it again. Why? Just ignore the fuckers. <laughs> no, it wasn't actually <clears throat> because of that. Um, with all of the... I can edit it out if we no. get there. There's yeah. a lot of political movements and stuff going on right now. And there's been a lot of people in the professional world that will target other professionals. If you post something that you see as benign. Got you. Okay. And then they say, oh, you work here. You posted this. I'm going to send it to your agent. Doxing you. Yeah. And I got you. Oh. And that didn't happen to me. But I saw it happen to a few people that I know. Okay. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just taking my name out. Yeah. There you go. Okay, cool. All right. So that's cool. That's but the, that that was the conversation we have. I mean, it, I don't post anything political or anything like that. But yeah, but you never know. Yeah, how somebody may for perceive. sure. I post a lot of weird spiritual shit, so somebody might twist that into, oh, she yeah. must believe, in, you know. Yeah. I don't she's, know. she's really an anti-vaxer, <laughs> flat earther, <laughs> Trump supporter, <laughs> no mask. Nah, COVID's fake. Fuck off. Okay. <laughs> So that was a conversation that Mike and I had. You know, I told him, I was like, Mike, I just noticed something. So Rachel changed her name on Facebook. He's like, really? And I'm like, yeah, dude, he's probably creepers, dude. Like probably saw her like on TV and then started like following her and stuff. And that's just fucking weird. And he's like, you know what? You're probably right. So I know I'm right, dude. I know. That's a good idea though. To be. Oh, it's a, for sure. It's a good idea. I actually have, um, uh, friends that are cops that, that have done that. Like with their name, like, you know. I forget what she went with. Yeah, I know what you're but talking you know about. Who a lot I'm of talking people about. put like Z's in front of their names. So like if other people mm-hmm. try to search them, it doesn't come up. Won't come up. She flipped hers. So her first name is actually her last name on there. Oh, okay. And her last name is actually her first name. I knew it was something like oh. that. Yeah, she flipped it backwards. But yeah, I instantly thought, you know, when we were talking about that guy, I was like, that's exactly what it is. So just She's so you know, once you change your name, you can't change it again for 60 days. Just so you know. Oh. Because I was like, oh, let me see this list and say, oh. She okay. changed mine. <laughs> she changed mine to something random. Like that fucking dude that was that uh messaged you or whatever. It was oh. like elephant dick or something like that. I have to find it. Elephant genitalia. No. He's Italian. Elephant. You know. le- what was it? Elephant leg? I don't know. <laughs> elephant third leg. Yeah. I said elephant dick, didn't I? Yes. <clears throat> All right. That's going to drive me ape shit now. We're there now. What we wanted to do, T and Allison had the idea of actually talking to Rachel about how she sees things as a medium, how things come to you, how uh, you get different stuff from whoever you're trying to read. And Henry is. He's getting comfy. He's very vocal. He's very vocal. So, but that's what we wanted to go. We wanted to try to do that. Let's do it. And with, and with that said, 
disappear. Maybe. Perhaps by chance. Another podcast beer. This is a Trotwood. Oh, I've had that before. You guys have drank that on the podcast before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was a... Uh... Okay, there, we're back on video. For those that don't know, we're working on video for the podcast. Like I told T and Allison, this is a extremely experimental <laughs> the first one we did i told him i was like a 99.9 percent chance this will never be public so one of the things my husband told me today so we were getting a new roof and there's a lot of noise so he had to find somewhere else to work this afternoon and he you can rent like business space to work from like a remote office mm-hmm. and the place he went today has a podcast studio he said cool yeah so we nice made, i wonder what that's like like all professional and shit. I don't know if I know how to act. Like not having to like change batteries and fumble around with the camera and hold stuff together with bubble gum and duct tape. Yeah. Like I've got stuff duct taped to the bottom of the table here. It might be good research to even go see what their yeah, equipment setup is like. I know. Just, yeah. just to go check it out. I wonder if he's, he got a membership to go. I mean, not for the podcast, but I can see if maybe he can take a picture of what yeah. the space looks like. I don't know if he. It's probably like all professional looking and shit, like wood table, you know. It's bougie. I kind of like this. Super one. bougie. Can we bring our sage there? I would. Yeah. Ours is bougie. I would. You never. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the stuff we get into, that's why I burn it in here every once in a while. I've got that in the, the, the Palo Santo down there because you never know. Your energy ain't no good, fool. <laughs> yeah, we could like drag stuff in here. You never know. You never know what would happen. So anyhow, we want to talk to Rachel about being a medium, like what it was like. Um, what she experiences when she, when she, uh, meets someone or what she gets when she gives a reading, that type of thing. Um, and it was T and Allison's, I'm sort of deferring to you because I know it was like your guys's idea. So we were sitting around in Rachel's back porch. Cause that's what we do. We're back porch dwellers. And we started asking her what it was like. You know, what's it like when you get a message from the other side? Because you always hear about psychics or mediums talk about, you know, what they get. But they're they never conveying talk about, yeah. the info, not how they're getting the info. Exactly. So she started telling us and we were all like totally enthralled right. so like with we're, it. We're like all eating the omelet, but we have no idea how it was made. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I got you. So now we're going to get. So now we get made. to hear about that. So I had I had a couple questions okay. that I've already that maybe we can just we can start rolling with those because I know I know just from knowing you the time that I've known you that you've been a little guarded absolutely about this yes so and I can understand why because you know a lot of people don't like weird and I'm a big proponent of we need more weird it's not weird it's awesome everybody knows but it is weird it, and that's okay. And that's the, that's one of the things we need to take that stigma away from weird. Weird is good. We need more weird. We need more people investigating weird. We need more people propagating weird. I'm not sure what you would call, but anyhow, I'm becoming more comfortable with not giving a shit of right. what people think. Like um, not give a fuck. What I'm people not are. here to try to convince you of something. I'm not here to try to sell you on something. Either you want to hear the message or you don't. And either way is fine with me. Like, mm-hmm. I think that, um, but yeah, I was guarded because I was so fearful of 
people saying like look at you like wait a minute i was even hesitant to like tell my family i don't i don't still most of my family probably doesn't know that my dad um i've let him in a little closer because he's been with us a few times um yeah dad knows we're weird yeah I my think aunt Gary and knows. My, my dad's side of the family um probably more so than my mom's and not that they wouldn't be accepting of it it's just not something that i've i've come out with i know that right. sounds really strange but um People will look at you like, are you mm-hmm. sure you're not crazy? Are you schizophrenic? Are I can, you- well, and, and just, just like, I can relate because like when you first start telling people like, oh yeah, I've got a paranormal investigation team. And like the first look you people always get, like, yeah, the first look you always get head, is like, tilted head, like mouth kind of sideways. Like, I'm not mean, sure how to respond to that. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you, mean, you mean like, like Zach Baggins, like stuff like that? Like, yeah, that, exactly. Precisely. I go running through the dark chasing sounds. I'm that guy. So I can't, I, uh, just to be the, to be the one like out there trying to document evidence. I can, I can relate, but even I, I think, I think even you more so because then you're telling them like, Hey, like I'm really fucking weird. And like, I'm intuitive you know, too. So like, I'm picking up on your energy. Like you're sending out signals saying like, um, you're making me uncomfortable. Yeah. And so then I start to shut down because like I said, I'm not here to try to, convince you that i'm correct or like make you see that what i yeah. see yeah now if you're interested and we can sit and talk i'd love to talk about it for hours but i'm not um i'm not out to like convince everybody like look what i can do right you know yeah and it's while uh, it is a parlor trick it is not a parlor trick yeah it's, it's definitely not. not it's definitely not so and i think it's disrespectful for people to, to treat it as such mm-hmm. and sometimes people like put you on the spot like well tell me something you know well it's not exactly the way. That what color works. am I thinking of? Yes, and first <laughs> what of all, let, what letter? What letter am I thinking of? So that brings up a good point, like the difference between like a psychic and a medium, um, where they are. Psychic, like a psychic, psychic a psychic's going to win me a, win me the lottery. Yeah, I'm not going to tell a you. Medium, the, a medium's going to let me talk to Nana. Now there are right as you're going through the realms, right, mm-hmm. and you're going through. So if you picture yourself as encompassed in a, a bubble, your aura, right? So you have yourself. And then you have this aura around you. And then you have these like levels, right? And as you're going through the levels, um, you have a, a psychic layer. And then you have where you connect with the other side, the other dimension with spirit. So there is some. So the way that you receive energy is always different. If I can pick up on, so I'm not, I do have, empathic uh, abilities but not to say i'm like a true empath some like i'm friends with someone where she can walk in the room and like oh my gosh like whose wrist is hurting that's really bothering me i don't have that gift but if you are sending some something is really strong or i pick up uh something that's going on and for whatever reason i connect with t a lot like i know instantly like something's not wrong something's i know not right. i get i'm on the other end of those yeah. texts sometimes um, like when when you check in with t yeah so and i'm I like think, how the hell does she know <laughs> Uh, and I think that's more of like a courting uh, type of thing. Um, because so do you, so you, you feel like you're you're just on as that one example? You feel like you're a little bit closer with her because you are friends. Well, I think so. There's such thing as a courting of energy. So if you spend some time with someone and they have something you've picked up in their energy, you're still attached. You, they do. They ask that you know. There's sometimes where you can go through like a cutting of the core. So a core. You're actually speaking yes. of a. I got yes. you. I like, got you. So okay. Like, there's been a connection formed for whatever, or some reason, I don't know, you're just connected with certain people. Um, 
And I think if you're on the same frequency or people, um, I, I don't know what, what triggers some of that than, than not. And, uh, but what I was getting to is the difference between a psychic and a medium. I can't give you lottery numbers. I can't tell you what's going to happen in 2021. I may be able it's to It's a say. shit show. <laughs> I'll just say that. I'm not psychic at all, but it's a shit show. Now, sometimes you may I pick feel up very on, comfortable in that prediction. <laughs> sometimes you can put stuff out. I feel like what you're putting out into the energy, you know, what you're manifesting outwardly, you may have... Um, I don't call them coincidence. Like when something happens and you've really been focused on putting your energy somewhere and it happens, I, I think that that truly is meaningful. I don't, there are very few like true coincidences, I think. There's a lot more that goes into that. Um, but anyhow, psychics are taking energy from our frontal plane, right? I'm tapping into your energy. So if I was going to read you psychically, I'm going to tap into what's coming in for me from the front. Where if I'm coming in from a medium ship, I'm talking to people who are in that spirit realm and I'm connecting to them. So my my dead people come in on the left and sometimes you'll pick up with other energies like with people in the room it will come in more on the right. Uh, I know that sounds strange, but... So if somebody that's passed on is, is conveying a message to you, you're going to get it on your left side. On the left side. And then if you're picking up energy in the room, it's on your right side or something where if, you know, if you're picking up from something like, um, you know, there may be some psychic energy there that's going to come in on from the front or to the right. It's for that's from the living. And so you'll notice like there's times when, like when we're doing the Estes method, my left hand is typically open on my lap Mm -hmm. and that's because I'm inviting spirit in. Mm -hmm. Sorry. You're right. Um, or when I'm, you know, trying to do a reading for someone and trying to connect. I usually have my, my hand in open and mm-hmm. it's an invitation to come, come into that. Mm-hmm. Side. So if you think about, is that particular, is that specific to you? Yes. Okay. So not every medium is going to hear stuff on their left and it's going to, they can immediately be like, Oh yeah. You know, they told me it's so that's, that's particular to you. They're going to get, different things different ways so it's yeah, unique I can only, yeah i can only i should say that too like everybody works a little bit differently everybody's skills are a little different um and i i can only speak to myself in the way that i receive messages be very different if you talk to a, someone else they probably receive messages very differently and i think it's i know somebody commented on our post that they were excited to hear how you know we can learn from each other and yes. i really loved that because it's so true that I've done some some work and um, as you guys know, like Lisa Williams is one of my favorite and I've done some work with her and um, really learned a lot from her. And not only in gaining confidence just to be outright and open um, and okay with, if you get judgment, okay, well. Fuck them. That's all right. Fuck them. But also she's taught me a lot about like switching into that intuitive uh, set reading, how to turn it off, turn it on more readily, and how to do more of a direct reading. So that is newer to me through mm-hmm. this journey. Um, so when you say like direct, what do you mean? So an indirect reading, if I go into, so that's what I was doing a lot with our group before. You go into a house, a place, a building, 
and stuff just starts happening. Oh, that's actually one of my questions. Yeah. Like, so, so you actually get, you get feelings from places. Yes. Not just people. You actually get a, an impression of a, of, yes. of a building wherever we go. You may get a, okay. Yes. And then, so when you're into that, you feel the energy of it and you can go into a certain room. I'll use Chillicothe. Is, is that okay? Yeah, that's um, fine. I, uh, when we were in Chillicothe. Our last investigation that we were on, by the way. Uh, there was a room where the homeowner was very interested to take me into the space and ask, you know, they knew what the history of that room was. I, of course, do not. And I walk in there and immediately I feel very sad. I feel isolated. I feel ashamed. I feel um, almost trapped. And I started describing that. I'm like, I almost feel like I could cry. Like I was, it had a very distinct feeling like I felt like I had done something wrong and so I said that and like you know I'm telling him and he called his wife over and you know hey listen to this and she he's like I can't believe you got that like this is where they would put the kid where they punished them mm-hmm. like okay well that explains that it's now a bathroom mm-hmm. but um so in that I'm saying you know I pick up on the energy of the of the actual building itself but there are times where you walk in and I'm like You'll hear, I hear certain messages or um, it's almost like uh, flipping through images really quickly. Um, and it's what's hard is to try to make sense of what that means. So if you start seeing an image of, uh, I don't know, I'll just use uh, when we were at um, Memorial Hall. Mm-hmm. Memorial Hall. And you start seeing images of a certain person or you start seeing images of uh an event um then i can say like i think this happened here um maybe a better example of that was um the doctor in um wagnalls Wagnalls. Mm -hmm. so i physically felt trapped in a chair remember i kept saying i'd rather stand i'd rather stand like i kept hearing that on my left side like i'd rather stand like what the heck does that mean Seeing the number three, feeling blunt force trauma to my head and in a very distinct area of, of the building. And then we found out that the gentleman yeah, he was, was killed and he was in a wheelchair. Yeah. So that's why he would rather stand. Um, but it wasn't necessarily a direct reading for someone. So that's what I would call an indirect. Now, if I sat down with you today, if you said, hey, Rachel, I want you to read me. And I sit down and I say, you know, I'm going to ask for messages to come through you know, for Kyle in a clear, concise way to the, that you can understand. I'm specifically tapping into somebody who wants to connect with you and it's going to be related to you. A specific person. A person for you, not just generally what's happened in, mm. in here in this room. That is so cool. Because I remember, I remember you saying stuff like that. And then it's like later on, we'll do research or we'll hear a story or something like that. And it's like, holy shit, like. Like she was on that, you know? So can it be overwhelming? Like when we go to someplace like Waverly Hills or Moundsville where so much to so many people has happened to so many people? Um, yeah, it can be. It's almost like sort of being in a crowd and you're trying to make sure you can hear what... And I will say with, with those, like let's use Moundsville... With Moundsville, there was a larger group of people with us. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes I'm like, am I picking up on somebody's trying to talk to you? Or is there something that's here? So like pinpointing who the message is for. And it's almost like waiting in line, like, right? So you like, 
have to like, okay, I need you guys to like wait, tapping in to different energies at a time. Um, and then You're like everybody needs to just chill the fuck out. Yeah. We need to get her a yeah. ticket thing. Those things you pull your number out. <laughs> right. A little kiosk. Number 72. Yeah. And sometimes it'll just Now be... serving 37? 37? And sometimes Sorry. it's just more unclear. It's mm-hmm. so like you may be picking up, I may get like a, somebody showing me a, an image of a, a a sword and then someone else showing me a candle and somebody showing me like, I'm like, what the heck? And it made, it's very hard to unjumble like what all of this means. And I think that's the most difficult piece is trying to figure out and recognizing the symbols that you see, the pictures that you see and trying to figure out what that means and translating that. So I believe that spirit gives messages that I can understand in a way that I can understand. Um, So I may see something in a way that I can understand, but that may not be, clear to you mm-hmm. um so, so is to it out- more is it like the uh i don't know how i want to word it a spirit's um i don't know if the if the right word is power but being able to translate better rather than showing you an, an image do you have spirits that can actually like have more energy they, they maybe yeah maybe they have more energy where they can be more clear like maybe they have more experience Maybe they've just maybe they've just been dead longer, and now they have more experience, and they're able to tell you what happens when you turn right instead of showing you a picture, you know, instead of of giving you the impression of a sword or or whatever it may be. Like you said, there as an example, are there are are you able to tell like maybe not maybe not the age of one, but their um, skill with communication. Sometimes, like uh, for an example, I did a reading for a lady um, and it was a very interesting reading because I, I was getting a, a child, but the child was nonverbal, but the child was older and I was trying to piece it together. Um, and so I just started telling her that and she immediately, she started crying and come to find out her child had passed and he was nonverbal. He was developmentally delayed. Um, so I think that there... For that kind of case that was like, well, in life, he wasn't able to communicate. So that's kind of how I think people are um, people who are better with words and Mm -hmm. like like maybe they will communicate more with that. Where somebody who was maybe more sometimes people will try to um, give you the essence of themselves to try. They they, I think they send messages in a way that they think you'll understand. So if I was hysterical, comic kind of person uh, in life. And I'm trying to let you know that I'm here and trying to give you some validating evidence. I'm probably going to be funny. I'm probably right. going to say, like, hey, tell them this. Like, show them. Right. like, oh, get that because that was a really good prank I did. Where if somebody is more like, oh, I'm not sure if they want to hear from me. I'm not sure. Then there'll probably be a more subtle message. I don't know if it's necessarily the power of the spirit or the strength of the spirit. More, as a, more, more the of the personality. I got you. And what they okay. think you would understand. Okay. So like two things. The right turn was um make sure that we like title that um discussion with Rachel or thank you. We're on Facebook Live, by the way. So the right turn, he had only been And then like when it'll be on. I'm sorry. (laughs) Then like when it'll be on. You can edit that, babe. Don't are we good? 
Yeah. Okay. The right turn. Um, he had only been gone four to six weeks and came through crystal clear, right? Yeah, I don't want to speak was, for you. Yeah. And he was sarcastic. Yeah. With you. So he, I'm assuming he must have been sarcastic in that's life. What, that's the impression I got. Yeah. Uh, that he was kind of witty, kind of. So what he's referring to is um, we did a investigation and at a re- private residence and I gave a reading for uh, one of the residents there. And he just immediately when I walked in the in the house, I'm like, um... So when I talk about being a little bit of an empath, my heart was like racing. I felt like it was like doing a flip in my chest. I'm like, so I pulled T. I'm like, does he have a heart condition? <laughs> Is this okay? Come on, the, the resident, not yeah. not who was coming through, but the resident. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to be respectful of privacy. Is this okay? I don't think he cares. Do you? No, I don't. I don't. I don't believe he cares. So come to find out, he does have a heart arrhythmia, and he had been having some trouble. Like he said, when he sleeps, like he's been waking up with like feeling anxious his heart's like feels like it's pounding out of his chest i'm like okay well i'm picking up on you because i know that wasn't i was fine when i was outside the house and then as we start reading so i picked up on a a specific name actually three um two real first names the other one was like a, a nickname that his grandmother went by which i will keep for privacy reasons keep those um but then this gentleman came through for him I'm like, he's showing me, he's showing me cars, like a garage, you know, like working. He's like, yeah, the, I always had trouble with my cars. He would help me. And I said, but he's saying you did something recently to the car that you know about. <laughs> huh. And he had welded. <laughs> I'm chuckling because I heard this story. He welded. It's great. A, he, he got frustrated. He broke his. He welded a piece of the shed. To his axle? To the, to the, um, basically, yeah. Yeah. So I said, you know, he wants to know, like, he said, you know better than that. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, but it's working. And then I was very crystal clear. I was like, yeah, but what happens when you turn right? So I say <laughs> that. And he's like, starts, he's, he had a little tears, but he started laughing. And um, it was validating evidence. That's what I mean. Like, he validated that, you know, that that is not something I would help. I don't, I've never met Right. How would you know? Um, never ridden in his car. No. <laughs> his death trap. Um, yeah, but for whatever reason, some people are very easy to communicate with, but I also think he was receptive to hearing message. So, and I had to ask him, like, are you ready to hear everything? And because some people, yeah, maybe I want to hear like the nice stuff or hello, but I don't want to hear everything. And Mm -hmm. you have to be delicate about what you share with someone because if someone's passed and they want to communicate a message where... Maybe they haven't righted their wrongs before they pass and they want to apologize now. It may not be the right time. Right. Um, it wasn't that kind of scenario with him. But just saying, you know, you, you have to kind of filter through what you share too and, and, and see if the person who's on there. So you may team. hold back a little bit. Yeah. You absolutely. may hold back some on what you're relaying. Yes. Do you ever do you ever meet someone and you're like, holy fuck, you're a creeper. Yes. <laughs> Yes. That happens? Yes. I was actually... Um, that is a, so cool. At an establishment. Mm-hmm. I won't name, but I exit out and there's this woman on this on the bench sitting there. As I turn, I'm like, oh, damn. <laughs> like, you are fucked up. I'm like, she did something really bad and she's got away with it, but it's going to come... Some, I hear it in my head. Like, I hear it. Oh, but she's going to get... She's going to get hers. That's what I hear. I'm like, oh, 
Okay. Yeah. But so sometimes you meet somebody like, and they're talking to you and they're being all like, oh, you know. They're, and yeah, like, like oh, sweet as pie or whatever. No, and you're like, no, no, no you dirty. Yes. You, you wrong. Yeah, yes. so if Rachel oh. tells us somebody's no good. Right. We listen. And I love almost everyone. So. <laughs> well, we had that, we had that investigation. Yes. We had that investigation yes. where she, Rachel, did you text me or call me? doesn't matter. Rachel got in contact with me and she's like, hey, like we might need to bring along a firearm. Oh, that one. Yeah. Yes. So it was like, oh, well, all right. We can make that happen. Like, okay. You know, we can make that happen. So, so, I mean, that's why I was, I was kind of thinking that maybe that was a thing. Maybe <laughs> there's sign language in the studio now, folks. <laughs> Good thing you're off camera over there. <laughs> that's great. Anyway, so okay, I was just one. That was one of the questions I had. Like, you know, if you just roll up on somebody, you're like, "Oh, you dirty." <laughs> so yes. that's a thing. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And so I must have passed it. I must have passed the test. She's hung out with me enough, <laughs> or like, she's willing to deal yeah, with you. Exactly. Put up with put up with me for you and Allison. Probably. Like, ah, Kyle's marginal. <laughs> so he's only those, ha- he's only half a serial killer. So those moments usually though come along when you're just kind of in like uh autopilot type mode like you're not really because it's something that you usually will tap into like i'm intentionally going to try to invite spirit in Mm -hmm. um but there are moments in time where you're just doing day-to-day life stuff um and one of the tricks that lisa williams teaches is as you're trying to like if you're trying to develop this skill like Try focusing on that as you're doing your grocery list. Try doing a reading, just seeing what energy you can get as you're making your grocery list. Or So concentrating on a day-to-day to, task. To like see what comes through. Yeah. Okay. Because most, so a lot of people get these. I, I don't think that it's any special um, skill or gift that I have that, that you don't have. I just think mm. that I've, for whatever reason, You can tap into tap it really into well. It. Um, but I think everybody has that ability. Um, our abilities may be a little different, but it's because a lot of times when people have something happen. So how many times have you seen something out of the corner of your eye? Oh. And then people. I mean, you're talking to a paranormal investigator, but I think it'd be different if you're like talking to the waiter at Applebee's. But I mean, there's times I've seen I've seen a ton of shit. Like, oh, what was what was that? Did you and get then, that? And it's usually Mike. Like, no, but I think I saw it too. <laughs> But you see those things and you immediately try to rationalize them, try to dismiss them away. Oh, it must have been right. wind. That must have been uh, Carla. But a lot of times, maybe that is not. Maybe you truly did because you were in that state where you are not really focused on trying to find it, that you see it. And then we just kind of dismiss it as something else. Or if you think you hear your name, mm-hmm. how many times have you thought you heard your name and then be like, oh, no, nobody's yeah. here. Well, all the time, but that's because I'm deaf, so. <laughs> Usually that's because what they're screaming. T is T is uh, hearing impaired. It's usually why I scream across the house. <laughs> that's why we did. Oh, I scared Boone. Sorry, Boone. Oh, Our executive it. producer is scared now. You want to try Instagram too? That would be fantastic if you can. What's sure. That? Ruth Bader Ginsburg died. Oh no! It just came through Shit, on NPR. That is super sad. Sucks. Terrible fucking news. Beat so anyway. you with a microphone. So I have a question. Don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> sexy bitch, you. you Dee have, has a question. You have always- interrupt you again just to annoy you now. Mission accomplished. 
So you've always said that everybody has the ability. Yes. Yes. How do, how do you grow the ability? I guess that's... Um, Alice and I don't get shit. Right, Miss Stortz? So I think from... That is correct. <laughs> we would love to get something. <laughs> so from... I think as kids, kids will tell you stories. And, and part of that's imaginative play, no doubt. But I think even as a, a, a small child, I would tell my mom things. Um, my mom was convinced that <laughs> there was really an old man that would put on his boots at the end of my bed at night. I saw him. Well, how old were you when you first... So my parents divorced Because you're obviously going to expand on that. So, yeah. so how old were you when you were like, oh... Like, I remember talking about it when I was four, maybe three and a half, four. Wow, really? Okay. Wow. And, and my mom said I would be so vivid, like, it would be so descriptive. She was 100% convinced that somebody must have really been there. So she said I would stay up and I would come and sit in the end of your bed and just watch. And she's, she said I would see it. And she said, man, eh, there was nobody there. Yeah, she said it was an old man. He'd put on his boots and then he would leave. Um, Sweet. My mom was... I remember us talking about that. Like my mom would tell me I would share just stories. Like I would know things that I wouldn't know. So my great grandfather died um, in a tragic boating accident when I was in kindergarten. And I, um, that's my great grandfather. His body wasn't found for a prolonged period of time. Like there was like a big search out for them. So by the time he was found, he was not presentable. Like, we didn't have open casket or any of that. I so got I'm getting to. So, years later, um, at night, I was, you know, waking up, and he was standing at my window, and I go out, and I see him, and I could see the breath. On, it was wintertime. I could see the breath on the window. I could see him, and I saw his attire. And uh, he had one of the ties on that's like... The slide. Oh, the bolero. Yeah, the bolo. Bolo. And a vest, a great vest, and um, and so when I shared that story with my mom, she was like, "Kind of blew it because that's what they buried him in." I, I. That's when. That's what is that when like your mom signed on? Like, okay, this is like like, legit. Yeah, but but after that, like I would tell her, like I saw somebody upstairs, I heard somebody upstairs, and she always, she never dismissed me, so I feel like that allowed me to continue but i didn't like share it but she also believes in spirit so i feel like it allowed me to continue that throughout the course of growing up that i didn't feel stuff. like yeah i didn't you have feel, somebody telling you like oh you're fucking like nuts. don't say that right that's not true so i feel like it allowed me so i think tapping back into where you were in that you know to answer your question t how do you get more of that well the reason why we push so much away is because we have turned off that side of ourselves where we want to be able to freely experience things. So you have to get to that state. And I think the best way for me was to heighten that was to get through, through meditation. And it takes a lot of work. Um, It's like, is it like a muscle? Like it's like working out. Like it's like, you know, you gotta, that's something you need to. The more you meditate, the deeper you can get into that meditation meditative state in a quicker amount of time like when i was first starting i would really struggle i remember in the beginning like i even had to wear like a eye covering because i couldn't even like keep my eyes closed like uh, but now i could sit in meditation for an hour and it's not a big deal and i can get into that meditative state with 
very quickly where before it would take me a long period of time. So I think that and doing a lot of dream work because I'm also big into messages that cross us when we're in that state of sleep. But those brain waves are very similar to in that dream state and that meditative state. So I feel like that's where you can really experience that. And then when you experience that, don't automatically dismiss it as something else like, wait a minute, what if that was that? Let me just sit here for a second. Did someone say my name? Hmm. So, yeah, I I think that for me, I, I guess it's kind of unusual because I don't know what it's like not to hear it. Right. I just didn't openly share that for the long period of time. Um, but I think, I think everyone can develop it and it's a little different. So I will sometimes get a smell. Uh, so I'll walk into a room or I'll be laying there and all of a sudden you'll smell something and like, is there a smell? No, no, that's odd. Or, you know, mine are also auditory and sometimes visual. Um, the visual ones don't stay as long if that makes sense. So you usually see something very briefly. Um, so like a flash. Yeah. Or I will see the best way I can explain to you is like, if you were to think right now to picture yourself on the beach, you can see the beach, you can hear, you can know what the sand feels like, but you're not really there. Right. So it's the same kind of experience for me. Like I can see that person and maybe it's like almost more in your mind's eye than physically, but I have, there are times when there's physical apparition there or you're like, damn, like what the hell just went running through here? Yeah. But a lot of times it's also just the, um, like in your mind's eye, you can see that image and you get the essence of someone. That's the best I can describe it. It's like, mm-hmm. is you really have the essence of someone. I can feel what that person was like. And, um, it's so like if they were a funny, they're a funny person, charismatic person. You're getting that. Yes. Or somebody was just like, like, I, like, yeah, you just feel happy. Or mm-hmm. if they were kind of like, they were stern and, you know, you might feel like, oh, I better behave right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like substitute teacher. <laughs> and sometimes the phrases that will come out are not something that's in my vocab. Mm-hmm. Like, but it may be something that they would use. And that's maybe validating evidence too. Like to whoever, saying, to whoever you're talking to. Yeah, and sometimes I'll think about changing it. Like, well, you just said howdy. I'm going to say, he said hi. Like, Mm -hmm. but no, I should probably stick and say howdy because then that may mean something to you. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes it'll come through like in little bursts when I'm not even trying to tap in. And a recent example of that is when we were playing and like, hey, little Chuck. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute, where did that come from? And like sometimes I'm like, do I say that out loud? Mm -hmm. So we were with you guys. So I'm like, I'm just going to say it out loud. So there was a, we were, when this actual discussion with you guys had come up the evening we were at Rachel's house. This is after a, this. a weird story. Yeah. It was a weird story with me. Um, my dad's name was Chuck, but my cousin's name is Ken. And we were six weeks apart. We grew up together. Um, basically like twins and his dad name, his dad's name was Ken. So they would call him little Ken. So if we spent any amount of time at grandma's house, by the end of the weekend, it was little Ken and little Chuck, and they were done with both of us. They wanted to send us both home. <laughs> but that's where that came from. Is you know, Ken is a, I mean, Kenny's a, a carbon copy of his dad. You could say the exact same thing about me. So I know it was just it was just my aunts and my grandma sick of both of us, ready to send us home. 
Like little Ken and little Chuck are in there, get their shit and get them the hell out of my house. Don't bring them back for another two weeks. <laughs> and I just, I know that was, so we're standing there one night and we're playing cornhole and, and Rachel asked me, she was like, does, does little Chuck mean anything to you? And it was just like, you know, somebody whipped my head back. It was like, that is the weirdest. No one, no one except my aunt Ginger and my, my grandma who would both have passed away would have ever thought to call me little Chuck. So much so to the fact that you and I have been together almost 30 years. Mm -hmm. And when she said something to me, I was like, I've never heard that before. Nobody's ever called him that. Yeah. It was the weirdest thing. It was just the weirdest fucking (laughs) thing. It was, there you go, little Chuck. Yeah. Okay. I was just just interested on who that would have been. Like When you heard it, is it, does, do you hear it in your voice? Do you hear it in like a male or female voice? No, you hear it in their voice. You hear it in their voice. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So obviously I can't ask you, you know, was it Nana or Aunt Ginger? She's not going to know. But still, that's, it was definitely one of them. I have no, there's no doubt in my mind it was one of them. It was just the weirdest fucking thing. Because no, there's nobody, there's nobody alive that would have called me that. I mean, my Aunt Sandy, maybe, but it was always Aunt Ginger and, and Aunt Sandy always put up with us. <laughs> but it was, it was Aunt Ginger and of all people, my grandma, they were fucking done. Like we had been there a few days. Like, look, we're tired of you little bastards. Like, where is your mom and dad at? Like, we're done. You guys were hellions. Well, we were. There is a story about us climbing curtains. Which is true. They really did. That is a legit story. That is a, oh my God, I got to go. They're climbing the curtains. It's exactly (laughs) a phone call that my aunt got from my grandma. But it's times like that where just little spurts will come through and it's like just a quick, I feel like it's a quick connection from spirit just to say, hey, I want to say hi. Like, verify, I'm here with like, you. Yeah. I'm here with you. Hey. That is so. And sometimes I usually don't share that because I, I don't know. I definitely want you to share all that shit. All that well, shit that you get. I feel comfortable with everyone in this room. But I, you know, otherwise. Yeah, you can't like... walk up to somebody at Kroger. <laughs> like, hey, Sparky said hello. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Who this bitch? So. I get it. I, I can understand that. So what was, um, like, like that you can think of, obviously you've tapped into it for a while. Cause we're talking since you're four years old, but when was the first time where you like really opened yourself up? Like, okay, what have you got to give me that I can relay to whoever it may have been, whether it was one of your parents or that, you were you were really going to open yourself up to this spirit giving you information that you could convey over. When would, is there a first time? Is that something that you remember? I remember um, in junior high, and and scarily enough, yeah, we we put, would play with the Ouija board too. So uh, some some of my friends now, yeah, I would so you're not possessed. You're not <laughs> gifted, <laughs> which is another reason why you hold back because people think you're like you're talking from the devil, right? Mm. Like. Absolutely not. Um, I think during that time, though, we were using the Ouija board, and my friend, if she's listening, would would validate that. She reached out after she saw like some of our posts, and like, I think it's really cool. You've always been tapped into that stuff. Um, but even though the Ouija board, I feel like I was getting messages, and I would kind of talk through. I don't know if they even knew it at the time, but I would kind of openly speak to them. And just kind of use that. So they we, weren't we even, do, they weren't even communicating well, we through were, the board. But I would were, say like, I would add on to that. Like, um, I don't know how to describe it. I would, ex- I would expand on whatever message we were getting from that. Like, 
and and talk um to them and i wonder if they remember and if you're listening shoot me a, a message on please email Facebook. the show archcityparanormal yeah. at gmail.com the, the two of the ladies that i'm talking about know that i'm who i'm referring to um and then i think i only took message for myself and would take knowledge that came through and use it for myself and maybe guide others with advice but i wouldn't openly communicate until probably until i met you all where i felt a little more comfortable like maybe this is okay for me to say out loud right and like then, weird like weird's okay yeah what's wrong what's wrong does it always stick that hard to yeah, open because is- because kayla dropped it I didn't want to break it. No, I appreciate that. I sincerely appreciate it. But yes, my daughter, my daughter dropped it. Okay. Yeah. 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 So I, I think, and the first time makes my lone remaining nut hurt. <laughs> the first time I think I openly shared with someone was actually with my stepdad. Um. He, he had a family member pass, and again, I'll try to be private, but. I had a very clear message and I shared it with him. And again, it was some language that I wouldn't have known made sense. And um, it was an individual that I hadn't met. I knew of like soccer biscuits or something weird like that. (laughs) And so I gave him like, he's like, you know, he was kind of blown away and he's like, but why is he, why are they communicating to you? Like, because they know I'll tell you. It's not that they want to talk to me. They want me to tell this to you. Yeah. I'm the speaker. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so that's probably the first time. And I thought he would receive it well and be open. And he was, um, so I think that that was probably the first time that I ever shared just with somebody unsolicited that, um, I felt comfortable Mm -hmm. besides you guys. And then, so do you ever get info? Do you ever get info where you're just like, fucking stop. Like somebody's just overwhelming. Like, well, I guess it would just be your left side, but like somebody's just overwhelming. Like this is, you got to chill the fuck out. Like we're done. You've had to like cut them off. Like I'm like, I'm out. Like I can't. And I feel like if you deliver the message or maybe if maybe so it's like recurrent, like if I'm not getting it Mm -hmm. Uh, recently, I've been talking to Allison about, uh, I've been seeing this occurrence from the universe, I believe over and over and over again. And I'm like, the universe is like, why aren't you seeing what I'm trying to tell you right now? So it keeps coming back. Now it's not quite mediumship, but same kind of thing. Like if I'm not getting the message, they're going to try to keep giving it to me in a different way. But once I've understood the message and passed on, no, I think then it's You're it's done. done. Yeah. You're good. You're done. No, it's not to say like my loved ones don't come back and communicate, especially through dream. Um but it's not the same message. It's not like overwhelmingly annoying. Um, I do think though that probably happens if I just maybe have an encounter. Like if somebody's really annoying and a pest and on this plane, I think they're mm-hmm. going to be in the afterlife yeah. too. Yeah, like, I, I would totally an believe asshole that. here. They're going to be an asshole there. That's exactly what I say about demons all the time. Like I don't, I don't necessarily believe in demons. I believe it's whatever your your belief system you place on it. If you're a fucking prick here. You're probably going to be exactly. a fucking prick in the afterlife. It's, and it's, you know, if you want to call him a demon and, and put your belief system on it. So I, I completely, That's a, exactly I completely I agree. Think. But I would call some people here on this, like walking, mm-hmm. living demons. For right? sure. They're, they're horrible people. And oh, I yeah. think that they're the same. And 
and spirit. Yeah, when they pass on, like, why would they be any different? Why all of a sudden would they, you know, once they move on, they're like, oh, well, they're great. Jim's great now. He's fantastic. <laughs> so Shuff- Shuffleboard and cigars, it's fantastic. So in the vein of that, <clears throat> do you ever have spirits try to come through to you and they actually scare you? I mean, if you're an asshole here. I have I have been scared on a couple occasions. Um, and I feel like because they were in that indirect setting where they're just trying to communicate with whoever's going to hear them and not necessarily for someone in particular. Um, prospect Place being one of those. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like whatever was trying to commit was... We go, we go we go back there October 17th by the way that was an asshole in life mm-hmm. it was communicating in an asshole mm-hmm. in um, the attic yeah yeah and that's um one of the few times I've been afraid and sometimes it just catches you off guard it's not so much that they're scary or mean or harmful it's it's uh well, I'm it's, sure if they come through while you're taking a leak. Yeah, or like if <laughs> you know, I jump like, out and oh, say, Oh, fuck! Yeah, it just kind of catches you off guard when you're not ready, and it mm. is startling more than fearful. I bet. But I don't like it when I have it happen at my house quite frequently, and it would be when my husband travels, and I'll be damned. <laughs> the, the spirit that hangs out close to there will start messing with me. And I think it's intended to be like hey i'm i'm here i'll watch over but it scares the shit out of me and i'll have to say like stop i don't want you to do that today (laughs) don't do that like chill the fuck out yeah that's good shit so is there trying to think how i have to word it like is there if you have those those times like when you're do you feel like they can see you like is there some kind of like neon sign that you carry around with you like hey <laughs> right no no you know what no, i mean I totally like, know what like mean. look so, i'm i'm your i'm your microphone i mean just like we are here with the podcast like you know hey i'm yes. your microphone yes. so that so that you feel like the spirits can yes. see that i feel like it definitely there's a when i would talk about those layers and where there's um where my open crown you know, chakra is open mm-hmm. and able to connect with where someone's trying to tap in. I think of it, um, it's not so much linear as it is dimensional. Does that make sense? Like all around. Right. Like if they they can, come at you from any direction. Yeah, and so if you are vibrating and a, a vibrational field where they can meet yours, I feel like that's where. They can that, see that. They can yes, identify that. Yes. Okay. And also, I think, you know, are you going to spend your time communicating with somebody who's going to be like, nope, I don't believe in that. Right. No. Maybe they tried. They're like, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I right. tried Kyle several times. He ain't hear me. I'm going to tell his friend. Maybe his friend will tell. Right. Okay. But a lot of times I think that people Good. Um, get those messages. And sometimes they come through in dreams or they think, oh, I had a dream about this person. Well, I would consider... Take a thought, take a minute and think about why are you, what is, they're, what they're trying it? to convey yeah. something. Yeah. Or if you ever wake up and you feel like someone's there, perhaps there is. Mm-hmm. Question. And I might've missed if this was asked. Well, you were doing, cause I was doing were, some things. You were doing important work for us. Do you ever get a message that you can't share? Yes. Ooh. Like, because it like 
it could it hurt somebody feelings hurt feelings potentially change someone's perception of someone that they held to a high esteem mm-hmm. yeah to I that would, something to that effect i wouldn't share that has no. it ever happened yes you really wouldn't share it not unless I was doing a direct reading and somebody said, yes, I really want to know everything. For the, I, for the record, I don't give a shit. So whatever <laughs> you get, I want to know. I don't give I, a shit. You have to be careful. Um, you could really change someone's... And is that fair? You know, you get kind of in that dilemma. Well, they had their time to, to say whatever it was or do whatever it was. And- sort of like how we, we like wax nostalgic about like our our u.s presidents or whatever like you know like he was a fucking prick while he was president he was an inept fucking piece of shit but now everybody's like oh i'll say it reagan he was fantastic no no he wasn't he wasn't fucking fantastic so in that vein where like you have this picture built up of them of how great they were because they've passed on you may already, you may kind of, you may kind of know, like you know, well, he sucked. But what's it going to serve the person you know? who's still here? Right. Like, will it serve a purpose? Now, if I obviously don't do any forensic type of work, but if you were in that line, then it may be very important to share everything. That Convey you every single thing. Yeah, like I tapped into this reading, and <clears throat> what I saw that this guy saw was absolutely horrific. And I could just validate with him. Like, I see that. That's that's not your reality. Um, but I wasn't going to relive that with him because I could immediately tell. In terms of what, cause of death? You don't have to dig into it, but just cause um, of death or? You're good. I, I think because he had an experience where he was close to crossing over and he saw some pretty horrific things. And I could validate that I could see that, what he saw. Okay. And the with, look on his face when she told him, but she was I, dead on. But it wasn't going to serve him any further to for me to continue to say like and 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 and, but just say like I see it. It's you know, but that's not that's legit. That's, that's not your reality. Mm-hmm. That I, in my opinion was more of a like, hey, you're not done here, fucker, get back. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably shouldn't talk like that, right? Um, sorry, you're fine. Uh, uh, you can say all the f words you want, <laughs> but I think we's an adult show. But if I would have gone in and said more, I could immediately tell it was just only going to be harmful for him and be more traumatic. It was going to serve no purpose for him. It was going to serve no purpose, so there's no reason. Now, if I felt like you were in danger and somebody was trying to give you a message that you were in danger, I would be very delicate, but say what I thought you needed to be aware of or pay more attention to. But I'm not going to say like, hey, this person over here is saying like, so-and-so is no good for you. They're only going to break your heart. You need to stay away from them. Be like, maybe you need to proceed with caution as you and your romantic relationship and take it slow. You know, you, there's a way that you say things delicately even, or you have to tell them like, hey, let's be nice. Or, you know, I think that if someone's not taking, sometimes they come and they want to take ownership for what I did. I'm, I'm taking responsibility for the fact that I caused X, Y, and Z. Would you tell somebody that? Depending on where they're at in their stages of grief, maybe. I see. I don't think I could do that. Like, I would be so politically, you're so good at what you do then because I would just be like, uh, Nana told you, um, um, this motherfucker's trash. You, uh, you need to leave him alone. <laughs> like, okay. So I I'm, couldn't do it. I couldn't, um, I couldn't do it. I just, I'm not, I can't. 
There's one right now. I think that's another fucking skill you have because I would definitely be like, uh, he sucks. Um, we, we need to go set his car on fire. <laughs> He's so terrible. there is one that I can think of in the recent past, and um, there's an individual who I believe another individual is coming across to send message that the person that they're involved with is not of good intent, and the other person the message has been given to I think also is aware of that and doesn't know how to communicate that without hurting the other person's feelings. So I didn't come out and say like, hey, I think this but i did say like be validated this person's validating the way that you feel and they're also concerned i'm trying to be nondescript but um i think you do have to deliver a message but it has to be in a way that um is more helpful than hurtful and if you don't see it serving a purpose don't say it yeah like you can't come straight out and be like julie's fucking your brother fucking stop (laughs) pack her shit and put it on the porch we're all fucking done. Yeah. You can't do that. Well, Obviously, you can. You can. But... I see, that's, that would be me. That's the problem. That's probably why I don't have that gift because I would be that guy. Like, oh, girl, let me tell you. <laughs> You'd be the straight up medium. You need, you need to get away from him because it's all done. Yeah, I couldn't. No, there's no. I couldn't. There's no way. I couldn't be. Yeah, I couldn't be tactful that way. I have no tact now. Why would I have tact? Amen. <laughs> like, why, Good point. Touche. Why, why would I have fucking tact when it came to that? Like, he sucks. One of the questions that we started to ask you and then we stopped was if you're in a group setting, like, the, so the four of us are sitting here, you're reading Allison. How hard is it or how easy is it for you to kind of stop the conversation with whoever's trying to come through for her and then move on to Kyle and try to pick up on whoever's there for him? Um, that's a good question. Because my people loud. Yes, they are. (laughs) So it's almost like if you're extending your arm out, like you feel until you hit that energy. Okay, I'm going to grab on. So like what's right here. And then you would hold on to that. And sometimes you'll get those mixed signals from something else. But you have to, you know, wait and then. I'm going to leave you with that and then kind of tapping into the next, you know, here, 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 almost as like a line of people, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the best way I can describe it because their energies are distinct, like the same as I would be able to distinguish between you and you. It's they're two different two, but it's kind of like if you guys were both talking at the same time, I may not be able to hear everything you're saying, but I know it's you're separate from mm-hmm. her. I might not like what's, like the, even, mes- what's like, the message here. <laughs> like even like you know, like in a text message. This is how I sort of picture it. Like if if I'm if I'm texting you know Allison and T's texting Allison just by like our like vernacular or how we text or something we say, you're gonna be like, oh, that's not T. You know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. you get that feeling. That's sort of how I picture it. Like it's just that person's their essence is mm-hmm. like again is different. So. And I'm not one. Who is says that like, weird? Does nobody else do that? No, it makes total sense. You so, get, like, if Allison texted you and you, you say, that. "Hey, can you answer her real quick?" Right. You can totally tell in a second that it's me and not him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I totally know what you mean. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah, I think um, we it's... embrace our weird, but I didn't really. You know. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Um, and sometimes you'll hear media, like, or if you see the movie Ghost, where um, you know, can't Whoopi... watch it. 
Oh, Never gosh, seen it. Crazy. Can't. Mm-mm. Okay, Whoopi Goldberg, like, well, like she's a medium, and literally, you know, he comes into her body, and it's using her body as him to communicate, right? Like, sometimes you feel like if I were to look down upon myself, and I can see myself standing with some standing next to someone else. Like, you can imagine yourself right now, right? If you could picture yourself, you could picture yourself looking down. Mm, that's a pretty motherfucker. <laughs> so, like that. <laughs> but I don't think, like, I don't feel like someone entering my body, like, taking over my body. I That's not the way that it works for me. Maybe for some other people. But I think people, when they think of mediums, they think of that. Like, somebody's going to go into this, like, trance-like state, and somebody's going to enter your body, and I'm going to start talking. Right. Well, everybody's seen those seance like the seance movies or whatever, like they used to do in the forties where like the table fucking levitates yeah. and there's a crystal ball and the, that's the, medi- not... the medium's like, you know, fucking, <laughs> you know, that's not how it works for me. Maybe for others, but, um, I don't think it works like that. for anybody. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I I'm not going to offend anybody. That's why they receive message, but that's not for me. You're too politically correct. That's bullshit. <laughs> okay, fine. Rachel doesn't, I, I'm calling bullshit. Like nobody does that. Yeah. But, but I do feel the presence of someone, like I said, like the vibe of someone, if you will. Mm-hmm. I shit. just, I, to me, okay, so I have squirrels. My mind like constantly bounces. It's nonstop. <gasps> so to me, it, it almost feels like I would think, I, I feel like it would be for you just to sit here with us. You would have constant squirrels. You've got Allison's mom. Allison's dad. Oh, like people like you've got Woodrow's dad, and then we have our cord. So you've just got constant, just just stuff coming at you all the time. Yeah, you can somewhat turn it off and turn it on. You'd have to. But when you turn it off, sometimes when you're like in that, like I said, that just like not really thinking, just kind of like the mundane. Then you'll maybe get like a hey, little Chuck, right? (laughs) Um, but see, that's like the that. same. That's the same way. That's the sort of the same way. Like when we're investigating somewhere, if you're if if we're in a if we're in a room like working EVPs or or whatever, as soon as I've always said that's why I've told everybody. As soon as you're sitting there and you start talking about I don't know base like baseball, like Francisco Lindor's you know batting average this season. That's when some fucking shit happens. That's when a door opens or you hear footsteps or. You, you know, you catch a voice or something. I kind of feel like it's the same way. Exactly, like, yeah. like as soon as you're not paying attention, somebody's like, Hey, Oh yeah. You're one big, your biggest moment you've had thus far. We were screwing around with the Estes method and trying to get it to work. Yeah. And that's when shit all started to happen Yeah, because nobody was paying attention. So it's the same way. Like they come through that way. Do you think it's because you think it's the, because your mind isn't as cluttered at the time? Like you've almost, because mm-hmm. you're concentrating on that conversation, like everything else has fallen away. Whereas like you're trying to focus on it, it doesn't, it doesn't work as well. Yeah, I think so. It's almost like, um, I don't want to use the right and left brain cause that's not really truly accurate, but switching between like logical thinking and our subconscious stream. And I think that's where, you know, that trick of like, Okay, if I'm going to try, I'm just going to try to do like one of my daily tasks and try to write out my grocery list as I'm reading. And if you notice, even on like a lot of the medium shows, they'll they'll write. And if before I ever even paid attention to that, like when we go through and we do a walkthrough of a place, I wanted to have my journal. A lot of times it was just random shit I wrote down, but it helped me 
connect and help me be able to take in information more readily. Um, I think too, just when you talk about like when you're not focused on it, um, maybe potentially your vibration's a little different. And so that sends that like, hey, maybe I can talk now mm-hmm. type of. You sort of open that door. Yeah. And talking about your journal, it's amazing if you think about it from the time Arch City started to now how much she has grown like how much of her abilities have grown how much stronger oh, sure. you've gotten well how much i share <laughs> we love yeah. that you share <laughs> yeah. but first i was like oh, i don't know you know you don't want to be wrong and people have these expectations right so if i were to sit down and read with you you may expect to hear from hank mm-hmm. you know you i want to meet i want to talk to hank hank's got to tell me i've been missing hank well, I may sit here and that may not be who's here today. And mm-hmm. then there's this expectation where people feel this letdown. Well, I may have hit and may have given you very good evidence for Sue who's here. But if that doesn't connect with the person you were wanting here, like they feel a little let down. So I was a little hesitant too of sharing. And we also had someone else on the team that I felt like um, I didn't want to just have differing opinions and have any um you know, and again, people work differently and totally cool, but I didn't want it to be weird or um, comparison or a right wrong situation. So, so I'm sure that helped with the freedom a lot too. Yeah. Did you just hear that laughing, by the way? So why we're talking about weird? No. Mm-hmm. Okay. I heard the dog. That was it. Yeah. Male or female? Female. Hmm. Um. Somebody thought that was funny. Yeah. Somebody knew what we were talking about. I don't know. You've got a good sense of humor. But anyways. I, she know. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like, yeah, it has definitely grown. I have worked, um, again, trying to expand on the skills, trying to do some intentional work on it. Um, but also just being more comfortable with like, I'm just going to toss it out there. And if, if it doesn't resonate, if it doesn't make sense, okay, you guys will be okay with it. Yeah. Well, I, th- I can say that that's the one thing you've taught me is because I was co- I was completely shut off to that. It was I was the skeptic. It was like it needed to be I need to have it on a voice recorder or I need to have it on a camera or it didn't fucking happen. And I was you're the one that's opened me up to that where like it's like, OK, like I feel weird right here. Like, or why is this like this? You know, OK, well, maybe we need to set a recorder right here. So shit works. Yeah, well, let's talk about. Like the example from the last investigation where that I definitely walked through, I felt a shift, like a definite spot in the house where it felt like I used the word portal. Mm-hmm. Um, I realized quickly with that conversation that maybe that word means something else to others. But what I meant is like an area where the connection was deep, where the energy was different, where you mm-hmm. felt a little different. And then you were able to validate that with our equipment. Yeah. Which was kind of cool. Yeah. It was super cool. It was, we actually talked about that on the last podcast. It was the weirdest EMF field I have ever encountered ever is the weirdest, the weirdest thing, the weirdest thing. And another thing that we came up with totally off topic, but or, um, Rachel Allison was the one that brought it to my attention when we talked about it on the last podcast, the one we did anyway, when we were upstairs in the attic and I walked over to that window and I said, there's somebody standing, there's somebody pacing right here. There's somebody, there's something weird right here. Like when you here. went up the stairs straight across. Straight yes, across, yeah. straight across and right there. And I was like, there's somebody pacing right here. There's something weird. 
Allison was the one that made the connection of Dean that we talked to during the Estes method that got shoved out of the window by, by his wife that was pissed off. He was cheating. I never even, I never made any type of connection with that whatsoever. But when I stood in front of that window, I felt like I was very anxious. Like I wanted to pace. I was, I was angry. Like I was, it was very, and felt like a jilted wife. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I, I've not been a jilted wife. So, <laughs> but it was something, you know, those are the kind of things that you helped me identify. Do you think she was pacing, like waiting for him to come I home in order to? Maybe. Maybe that was where it was. Like, he's going to come up here and talk to me and I'm going to shove him out of this fucking window. Or maybe it was him pleading his case. Something like that. Pace him back and forth. It babe, I didn't mean super, to. It was, not, it was just a one time. It was just super strange in. because there's been other places where I've gotten tip. feelings like that. <laughs> yeah. But that just, it wasn't what you think. It was just, never mind. Yeah, um, but that's like a good point. You have to think about that. Like, why did you feel that way? What did was, that mean? Yeah. It was really weird. And then later on in the night, that connection was made. I never even thought about it again until we were talking on the podcast. Uh, 27 mm-hmm. episode 27 if no one's listened to it go back and check it out so I think um, a lot like to speak of that like that's a lot too what comes through is the way they'll use a lot of evidence in the way that they passed as validation for the person for the sitter Um, so maybe you're getting a piece of of that communication mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's they'll show you physically or you may feel it in your body like Oh, it feels heavy in my chest or I feel like something in my right temple or something to that nature. Yeah. It was totally, I would have like f- four years ago, I wouldn't have thought anything about it. I would have thought, Oh, I'm anxious. I'd I had too much energy drink. I'd have fucking just blown right by it. We probably wouldn't even put a camera up there. So it was just, you know, it's stuff like that, that I've learned that it's like, okay, this is something you need to pay attention to. Cause I feel like everyone, like you said, I feel like everyone is connected to it. And it's whether or whether or not you want to open yourself up to it and go with it. Yeah, I leave the white one at work now. So I always have one. So that's cool. If you if you um had watched us on Facebook, we appreciate that. I'll have to I'll link that in the comments so you can actually watch the video on Facebook and Instagram. The and then hopefully by then I've figured out the YouTube thing. And the podcasts are on YouTube. And I apologize if the video quality <clears throat> isn't great because vi- I'm an amateur. It is, it is perfect. <laughs> Thank you. It was perfect. Thanks. It was exactly what we needed. So we had a battery break there. <clears throat> We're back with Rachel talking about what it's like to be a medium, what she experiences. And we talked about creepy people. So we, we know that you get creepy people. You bump into them, it's like, oh, you ain't right. But I also, um, and I don't know if this is connected to the mediumship or not, but I also see people's auras. Mm -hmm. And what creeps me out is if I can't see your aura. It's kind of like what's hidden. And maybe that's... So a bad aura is no aura at all? Well, in in my mind, Mm -hmm. if I can't tell what I'm dealing with, it's... um, A little off-putting? Off-putting, yeah. You put those walls up like. Like I'm not so sure. Like you bad. I don't want nothing to do with you. Okay. T. Yes, dear. Questions? Comments? Concerns? Mm Mm-hmm. No, not off the top of my head. You forgot compliments in that statement. (laughs) (laughs) Alan? 
I have. Uh, we have gotten a message just a second <clears throat> on the live video. What's that? From Michael's sister, mm-hmm. who wants to hook us up with some brew dog beer for our podcast beers. Okay. Okay. okay then. <laughs> we like Elvis juice. We yeah. We, I, we a variety like, would yeah, be nice. We, we can do our own flights. Clock, clockwork. What's that one? It's like the orange. Oh, it's like one. a clockwork orange. <clears throat> oh, and the one. Oh, what's her name? She got together with Brewdog for the LGBTQ. Oh, Nina West. Yes, beer. the Nina West oh, one. Has anybody had that? I have not. Uh-uh. No. Hmm. Hopefully it's not an IPA. It's not. Remember I read it to you and it sounded it like. It sounded good. I, yeah. I don't remember, but I just know that IPAs. Hold on. I'll look. It's very feline. Michael <laughs> <laughs> loves them. Yes, he so does. So weird. I don't understand why. It hits you different, though. Yeah, it hits you like a litter box. That's, that's, <laughs> what, that's, that's what it. That's what it hits you like. You're so I, gross. I can't. It, they're too pungent. I can't. Yeah, I get a whiff of it before I taste it. It's, it's a no. Yeah, send me an email. Tell me why you like IPAs. Artcityparanormal at gmail dot com. People like it for the alcohol content, right? Well, yeah, but that's saying that's the same thing as like somebody desperate drinking rubbing alcohol. Like it's not that for shit happens. You know I mean? <laughs> desperate times. Desperate times. Any port in a storm. Um, yeah, I just can't. I cannot. The only IPA I enjoy is Elvis Juice. That's the only one I can think of off the top of my head. Where I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, that's like because it's okay. not as intense. Mm-hmm. So good. the Nina beer is not an IPA. Um, the beer is perfect for backyard sipping. Or poolside enjoyment. Crisp and refreshing with hints of citrus, banana, and clove. You probably like that one. So yeah. It like a, it's like a Hefeweizen. Oh, Rachel said thumbs but down. Yeah, that don't have no banana in it. Hefeweizen does. Yeah. It's lemon. You have like a good, no, yeah, like a good Hefeweizen? Like at, like at, um, oh, like Hawk House. House? Yes. <sighs> that banana, and there's no fucking bananas like even in the building when they make it. It's amazing. <laughs> It's just the way that they make it. You get that banana taste out of it. Oh, God, I love that shit. It's always the first beer I get when we go. It's always the very first one. Like, I need a half of bison. I need a lot of it. I need it now. I love that stuff. So good. So good. So what's a... um, Is there a... You see auras and colors. Mm -hmm. Am I right? Okay. So is there an aura color that you, you see and you're like, it's not like the no aura, but it's still kind of like, oh. Like a bad juju aura? Oh, you ain't, you ain't right. Uh, not necessarily. The, like if it's muddied, if it's not clear, like if it's not, um, if it's cloudy, I guess is the best way to. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, or if it looks dark in nature to me, that's more concerning. It's more uneasy mm-hmm. for me. Uh, and I almost feel like that is someone kind of trying not to really reveal them true se- their true selves. Like, like maybe they're, they're aware? Yes. Or like people that have auras that are really tight to their body. Um, don't necessarily indicate something bad to me, but like just... They're guarded. Yes. Like it's not, um, you really want this like beautiful extending aura. Like a glow. Is is mine beautiful? It is. It is. (laughs) (laughs) I had a feeling. (laughs) And people can, people can change, you know, what your aura, um, but people typically, at least 
and it's so strange before because now I'm, I'm a Reiki master and so I've learned a lot more about chakras and auras and all of that stuff but before I would always associate people with a color I um would see people as color like you're a you know you're this you're that like like cheesy yellow um what's that mean does it help me with my marriage uh, she's more like <laughs> of the solar plexus she's more um driven by her gut instincts more than with her heart for example um where That's allison true. totally is with her heart um yeah thousand percent and you're thanks that's why you got a 20 year old dog dude and you're more <laughs> i mean you, for real dream and you are more blue generally speaking um what's that mean in, i'm an idiot you're more trying to see the intuitive picture oh, okay um, more logical no, kind of or no, um, no i'm definitely not logical <laughs> per- true perhaps we haven't met hello my name is kyle <laughs> Fuck off. no but more trying to like what do i sense about the situation like how do i kind of vibe do i get from it does it feel okay does it not that's how I, what would drive him to make a decision where you're gonna be like oh i know i probably shouldn't because it probably isn't good for my financials but i'm going to because i really love that i'm gonna take that 20 year old dog you know it's gonna, gonna be like oh my gut says i shouldn't do that i'm not even gonna try i'm not gonna think about it but i'm also gonna be creative in the way that i present that to everyone else <laughs> facts yes <laughs> but i've always i've always seen people as colors and i know that um i don't know if anybody else associates people with like a color or a, mm-hmm. I, I don't know so when you think of kyle do you think of him so you just instantly think blue he's usually blue yeah sometimes oh usually green. Uh, yeah what's oh. what happens sometimes when he's green when she goes down to, you know green depends on how i part my hair heart mm. chakra too um he also sometimes is driven by his heart as well. And that's green? It can be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, yeah, but she's mostly always sits in yellow, which is also creative, though. Like, creative thinking, trying to think outside the box, trying to think oh, she, of resolutions. Oh, she, she liked to lie. I'm going to tell you. No, not lying. <laughs> the face you just got. <laughs> I think there was it's one okay. time. I'm a few, I think you said I'm I was a few beers in. You so. think? Yeah. yeah. Pink? Just, mm-hmm. Yeah, Pink. I wish I could show you. Like, can you maybe Google image of uh, aura fields you could see? And it's it kind of surrounds someone like a like a bubble, and sometimes they expand out, and sometimes they're closer to the, and tighter to the the body. Yeah, there you go. This guy. Yeah. And, and this is accurate. This is this is like yeah. what you would see. Yeah, but I wouldn't see necessarily all the shades. Now, sometimes people have like varying, like Mike usually, you can usually see him kind of like from the blue teal green range. Mike is? Yes. Wait, where's Mike at? I'm sorry. He's usually like a a blue and then like a tealish and then a green. So I can see like maybe like that whole. that, open a new tab or something. There you go. So I can almost see like that whole, like where that band is below the purple. Really? For him. So what does that mean so, for Mike? I mean, I think it just changed. He there again. I think he sometimes is more of an intuitive thinker, and sometimes is more. Um, You're a hell of a Googler, by the way. You're on your shit. Chakra. So you now you can see the. Um, obviously, you can't see this on the podcast, but we're looking at a picture of the chakras. So you can see the the main chakras here and the colors that are associated with those chakras. 
and sometimes when your aura is presenting like it's what you're projecting outward from that center um or what it's associated with should we have Allison take a picture you're usually i mean so, for, so sometimes you know and pink's not on there but this this is not all encompassing it's not gotcha. just those but so when you when i see you know the pink so sometimes the heart chakra traditionally when you look at it like this is usually represented in green but also can be associated with the color pink or at least for me um how i would I was gonna say because that. that looks like genitalia no that's the root chakra that's red <laughs> but that would also indicate you're somebody who's very grounded somebody who's very connected to um you know earth who's very uh down to earth would somebody would say mm-hmm. Um, versus somebody who's in the I purple. still want to make a dick so joke. I, I can't get past uh, it. <laughs> I, can't, I want to. Uh, so I, I sometimes linger in that purples and like in the ether. Like I'm, you know, also when you think about the elements, kind of kind of hang out in the ether. Like, hey, I'm just kind of here. <laughs> you know? I do that sometimes. So, you know. That's so if factual. I, if I, that, would, that would make me think of Rachel. Yeah. So sort I think of like, if, yeah. So what are you I guys think, doing? Yeah. I don't know. Your dog's pretty. <laughs> no, you make it sound like I'm stupid. no, no, it's no. not stupid. It's not stupid. Farthest it's just one of those. It. Just one of those. You know. But I am. I do hang out in that in the ether. So I, you know, I'm. I probably. I don't know. I can't see my own. Which is you can't see it like in the mirror or anything. No. Really? No, I can't. I wish I could, which is unusual, right? But which leads now, me is that? Go ahead. Sorry, babe. which leads me to a question because back to TikTok, you have some people on there who are like <laughs> you can see your you can learn to see chakra too and they tell you to take your hand correct me if i'm wrong i don't know that i've seen these and you can put it up against a white wall and you just concentrate on it and you try to look beyond your hand yeah and they're saying that you can see it i, I don't know i'm stuck in i'm too. stuck in like I, I milf tiktok i don't have fucking any of that shit but now. one way you can learn to see someone's chakra try to practice is kind of the same way you said you look at somebody in the white wall back forth back and forth and see if you start to see really around yeah, we so have to we, practice yeah we should try okay but i can't see my own i don't know that's why. a bummer is that now is that common i don't know for people that are okay okay you said people's auras can change yes so like just sitting here so maybe if you're really feeling um i don't know something's really overwhelmed you from and pulled out your heartstrings today you may appear more green or if maybe you're just like really trying to connect with like what who you are and how you relate to this world and you've been thinking a lot maybe you present more of your root chakra or if you're hanging out with me you might be radiating some purple <laughs> <laughs> so does this the so none of these are necessarily bad it's just right it's it's just, it's just presenting you. where yeah your state where you naturally I would say like the aura that you present out is like where you naturally kind of reside. Like where, what's your baseline? I got you. I actually have a picture of, I actually did a um, aura field photo, like with somebody who had some, and I don't know this science of what they, but I think I have that. Is this the one you and I did? Um, no, but I do have that too. That was a shocker reading. Oh, it was? But I do, um, I do have that as well. You had your chakras read? I did not. Just poodle. Um, but I do have a picture of what they said my aura looked like. But let me see if I can. Is it, find it easier to see your aura because you've or see others' aura, or even get messages when you've had something to loosen your inhibitions? 
such as alcohol? Like beer. Oh, we'll see. That says in yellow here. Oh, okay. That's cool. A little bit of green. Yeah. I don't know. That's kind of cool. I don't know how that works, but. And that, you had said. I put my hands like in this thing. And. Um, yeah. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know much about and it, it can And it can change. So like if you yes. had a, if you had like a bad day. Or if you, let's say you're going through an experience where like you feel like you're constantly suppressed. You're always like, I can't say what I want. I am just, or on the, on the flip side, you know what? I'm just going to tell everybody how it is today and I'm going to speak. And you may be pouring more from your throat chakra and your aura may be radiating from your upper throat chakra more. As somebody who's more open to like speaking. Blue. Yeah. So does so, that mean me? Like I'll say whatever the fuck I want or. Well, I see you more as that. I don't know that darker band of blue or the more of the mm-hmm. third eye region oh and tuesday night michael was his root chakra he was all about that root well he was rubbing that root chakra all over <laughs> the upholstery <laughs> in allison's car so so then so like on these here you have there at the top and i'll post this picture up in the comments uh for this show where it is open there on top of the head, mm-hmm. is that normal? Yes. Okay. Why? That is like very why weird. does it not? That's like completely in circle. Right. Yeah. Like why is it just even like it is like on the arm? Like why does it just keep that same? That's where. That's where your energy would come in. Okay. That's where it would also extend out. Like I feel, um, like that's where. If you're projecting outward and you can connect inward, I feel like that's where you get that connection. I don't know how to... It's through the top of your... Probably not articulating that well. Is in that area. In that area anyway. So that's your area of of energy exchange. Yes, but it's... It is, but I feel like it enters there, but it's felt like around. More like how you see it all around the body. It's not just... It's not one-dimensional. It's... Right. I'm with you. So it's yeah. open. It's open in that that area. I got you. And then, so these here, is this the like like for example like the the purple there on the outside mm-hmm. versus what you're what you were saying is the root chakra color. Are do those distances mean anything? Well, those are showing you kind of all of them. Or like, just it's just to show all of them in yeah, that particular. Yeah, and you can one. have yeah, you can have a little bit more than one spectrum, but the you may be all yellow like the picture that I had, where it's all the way further out from your body, or you may have it <clears throat> yellow and really close, like you see in the picture there. Okay, I think they're showing that just so you can kind of get a feel for, for the uh, yeah. the whole spectrum. Yeah, does okay. the Distance that it you can it can indicate whether or not that yeah. is overly or under active, okay, and how, like, you know, um, so another thing, too, like when you're talking about chakras, like when you're giving Reiki, I can detect where your how open or closed your chakra is. Um, there's a technique where you feel if it's open or closed and which ones need more work or opening and then a reiki practitioner would work on adjusting that area so you can have some that are I need you want, adjusted you want them 
I'm happy to do it. Um, you, you want them to be in balance. You don't want something, you want to have them all working together. You don't want to be way open. Like when we had my chakras and like my crown chakra was like wide open. <laughs> and which, you know, you don't want it to be, you don't want that to be wide open and not have your root chakra, you know, under, you don't want to have that underactive. You want it to be in balance so that your, you know, function is more, all the parts and pieces are working appropriately. So. That is super cool. And that's another thing that I think helped with my skills was like I can give Reiki to someone and like, hmm. and I also see people as I see their totem animals a lot or Mm. like their spirit guides. Sometimes I feel like they are present or hanging out. Like I can, so even before I knew really what that was or what I would kind of associate people with an animal likeness or a color. It's, and then the more that I've learned and, spent more time in with other people that have like oh that's why you know yeah, i think you told me i was a duck yeah um, <laughs> you have a duck, a duck, a duck. Totem. that's fine what does that <laughs> symbolize or mean i'm curious i googled it at one point but basically it's like you know like i got my shit together but really under the surface, surface i'm like all fucked up man like you know <laughs> Which is oh, like when a duck's on water. Yeah. yeah. Oh, which yeah, is yeah. Which you know me quite well. Yeah. I Pretty could... fucking accurate. Okay. <laughs> you know? like What's I'm a, my... I got all I want to know what together. mine is. No, I'm not fucking. I'm a, you know. <laughs> and so I really, and I'm not sure if it's because I know you so well now, but I really do see the dog as you, which makes a lot of sense. Oh my god, yes, for sure. But also with your personality, you're also a very loyal friend, and yeah. you're also a very um, loving, loving and comforting type of. Uh, person I'm yes. a dog. so that makes sense to me but that's what i associate with you now um i've noticed you take good care of ducks just so you know and you can Thanks. have more, and you can have more than one um i'm stuck with a duck though like so i, I have a, a human like uh spirit guide and i also have animal totems the peacock is my most prevalent one but recently i've been see- Deer have been very heavily present, and especially in groups of three, which is really odd. Um, so I was taking pictures every time. I'm like, nobody's gonna believe me that I'm seeing these deer like this. So I started trying to take pictures, and else I'm like, guess what I saw today? Guess what ran out in front of my car today? And never gets what's behind the porch today. Yes, in all the time. What's well, not a peacock? Not in Central <laughs> Ohio. <laughs> so I don't know what a deer stands for, but when you think to me, when I think of a deer. I think majestic, strong, <laughs> snoring dog. <laughs> what is it? What are you trying to say about Allison? What are you trying to say right she there? She's not a snoring. <laughs> but they're also very agile creatures. They also adapt. And like where I've seen them, I feel like it was a, a symbol of adapting to what their environment was. And that they were in groups of three. You could either think past, present, future. Um, you can think of, you know, uh, depending on if you're religious or not, you know, um, but I think the three was significant because to me, like three, the points of a triangle signify strength and not, uh, and they probably felt a little more, I mean, I was really close in proximity to some of them. Um, and then I was just, I was having a really hard day and I was talking to a friend and I was walking and 
was like, I mean, I was just telling her this story. I look up and there are three deer and they're literally, as I'm headed home, like thinking like about something. They were like going on the side of my house, going down to the ravine behind my house. I'm like, oh, well, they're leading me home and saying it's okay. <laughs> That's are, cool as hell. You're going to be all right. Follow us here. Yeah. What about what teas, what animal you got over there? Squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I think T has a fox sometimes. The fox can also, Oh, you really do think a squirrel? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> She didn't it's, know how to tell you. It's totally a squirrel. Probably. No. Dude. No, I say that because you kept seeing the squirrel is what I meant. Not yeah, that albino made, squirrel. Like, squirrel. Um, so that could be, you know, a, a symbol. But um, actually, I think that you're was more weird. of a fox. A fox? Mm-hmm. I'm sly. That's all I know. Oh, about. And also you cute. Is. Fox are cute. They're cute. Smells so funny. what's a what they smell? Like? I I oh. we'd have to look. I don't, We're I'm gonna have sure, to Google. But I just sometimes you know. They smell like an IPA. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Am I wrong? Am I, mean, I, I am I wrong? I can't say I've smelled a fox. I mean, they smell like cats. <laughs> fox smells his own hole first. <laughs> <laughs> I love this podcast. <laughs> so I have a question, but it's a left turn. But it refers back to a previous podcast. What about reincarnation? So do you think maybe, can you pick up on Woodrow's past lives? I think um, I can't. I think there are other practitioners that do past life regression type of work. And I've done some personally for myself. And there's times where I feel like I've been connected with someone. Like if you've met someone, you feel like you instantly know them. Either you're on the same vibrational level as them or plane as them, or perhaps you did know them or have a connection with them and you're still courted in some way. Um, I personally believe that in reincarnation, and I feel like the spirit that are still here for whatever reason that are still communicating with us are those that are past and not yet in another life. So it's not like, not purgatory or something like that, but just their cycle hasn't restarted yet. So they're kind of still here waiting for the time, their time to carry over their parents to get together or whatever. We learned, we actually learned when we did that, that the belief is it's 49 days. Now, whether that articulates to, to our 24 hour days or whatever, but, um, was it Hindu or Buddhism? I forget which one it was. But one of the two um, believed that there was 49 days from the day you passed away until you then moved on, whether it was into the into paradise because you were done, you punched your ticket, you did it right, see you later, or it was time for you to move on to the next. Um, I don't know. Some from physical death. Not yes. Spiritual. Okay. Correct. Yeah. It was 49 days. And the, one of the things I want to say it was Hinduism, but they pray, they had a priest pray for you all those days. Like if they could start before you passed away, they would. Um, but then it would go on for 49 days and it was like, okay, well we've done everything we can, you know, hope Bob's all right. And they, you know, went ahead and <laughs> went ahead and moved on. I, you know, I don't know. Are we Googling it? 
just going to see if I can find anything. Yeah. I forget which one it was, but it was 49 days. And it was Moksha or Moksha or whatever. But again, we talked about that on that podcast where depending on how intelligent or how high level thinking of a being you are, the 24 hour day may not even fucking apply. You know, it could be, you know, a thousand years as a day. You know what I mean? I'm curious how they came up with that number. No clue. No idea. I didn't read that far into it. It's for a podcast. Come well, on, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm wondering. Jeez, man, come on. But anyway, that, that's what I think. I think that the spirit that we're able to connect to our um, just kind of haven't been called back to their next um, life in a human form or otherwise. Mm-hmm. If there was... Um... Go ahead. Did you find something? Well, it just says the period between death and rebirth lasts 49 days and involves three bardos. The first is the moment of death itself. The consciousness of the newly deceased becomes aware aware of and accepts the fact that it has recently died and it reflects upon its past life. It says it's Buddhist. Okay. There you go. I knew it was one of them. So you learn from your mistakes for the next life. Yeah. That's basically the whole point of their religion, which is just, you know, I think it's genius. Like, I don't put a whole lot of faith into those, but, I mean, when you have something um, that basically somebody looked at a tree that loses its leaves and then it comes back again the next year and there's that cycle, I've always sort of felt that way. Like, there's that everything's cyclical. Like, it mm-hmm. looks, you know, being just being a history fan, history repeats itself. Whether, you know, it doesn't matter whether we know it or not, it's going to repeat itself anyway. These people come back, these, you know, these things. And it seems like everything is cyclical. And it's the oldest religion known to man. And it seems like somebody had their finger on that pulse, you know, where they were like, hey, you know, this is the way shit is. So rather than, you know, somebody in the desert that wanted to write a book. Random question that just popped into my head. Talking about Excuse me, sorry. there's that 49-day period. So, for example... Mom's been gone almost two years, which is crazy. I have never felt anything from her other than that one incident last year. Do you think that I don't get anything from her in any form because she's already... I've had that same thought. ...passed into her... great question. ...next thing? No, I think she's... Well, God damn it! tell her to say hi. <laughs> she would not appreciate you saying that. Sorry, Mom. Yeah, I, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not familiar with the 49 days thing. Uh, I do think some people quickly transition. transition, and I don't know why or mm-hmm. what, or, you know, if it's related, you know, talk about karma or, um, but I, I don't know. I thought I mean, that was I, interesting. I mean, I definitely believe my great-grandmother is still very close, and she's been gone since I was in eighth grade. Um, and Maybe she got her like, shit right. The same thing with your yeah. your great-grandma. They just they got mm-hmm. a fucking right, so now they're in paradise, and they're able to chill with you. Like, well, like a little <laughs> something to let me know they're there. I completely agree. I would love, I would love something like that. Yeah. I don't, 
do you have certain spirits that stay with you more often or all the time? Like, because you're always with Allison. You're always with Woodrow. You know, you're always with certain people at work. Uh, I don't necessarily encounter that. Um, I have my own family members that I think come and are close, but maybe it's because I recognize them more readily. I'm mm-hmm. not sure. Um, like my great grandmother. So it's easier for it's easier for them to for you to answer the phone for them. Yes. Okay. I think um, you know my my husband's brothers stays really close with him. Um. My great my great grandmother, uh, and every once in a while, my uncle Alan pops in, and, and we weren't like I was young. I always thought he was great, but I don't. I wasn't super close. I didn't see him that often. You know, it was kind of like on holidays, and but um. Just perhaps should. maybe he sees that 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 you have that gift, so he's like, hey, I can, I can talk to her. Yeah, and I or I think you know he was just a really loving guy, and he probably would be if, if he was here. He probably would check in every once mm-hmm. in a while, like you know, how's everybody doing? Um. And then there are others that have passed that I have not ever heard from. And I don't know, maybe, I, I guess I hadn't really thought it, maybe they had, but I, I think that, you know, considering your mom, I think she's still close to you. That's cool. I just always <laughs> expect her to pick up on your Uncle Gary and your dad because your father and your Uncle Gary were ornery as cat shit. Yeah. Well, I was going to say that a couple times, like when, when I gave you Reiki, I felt like... Perhaps and, and I, I felt like perhaps your uncle was there, and we talked a little bit about. He's probably saying, "Bitch, what the hell is this yeah. shit? <laughs> Fuck are y'all talking about? But are so, you high?" But remember, we had a conversation about something with fishing, and I couldn't place where the fishing oh. came from. Um, I fished a lot with my aunt. But was he but with a connection that was with her? We'd so Sue and I would physically do the fishing, but he would be. In the same area. He was along for the ride. But I. F- but he would never go fishing. But he was but back he at the camper. But that was something that was fun. I don't know. Like he would. Would he tell people he went fishing? I mean, he was a crazy bastard. So possibly, but. I don't know. I, I just felt like that day is one, for example, that I distinctly remember. Like I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't sure like how to say, but I felt like he was close. Um. Because there's this conversation. Like maybe that was a validation of like. We went camping every weekend, and fishing was always involved. He just never physically fished. He was just, like, you know, half a mile down the road at the camper. So maybe? I'm not sure. But, um, yeah, I think there have been occasions where here and there. and I think at that time, though, too, it was a little harder for me to come out and say. Yeah. Um, Now you've told me, like, you know, and there's been times where I'm like, hey, like, this... I don't know why, but I'm thinking about this, and I'll just toss it out to you because I know that now you've said you would want to hear it. Oh my god, tell me everything. Um, yeah, so no shit. Right? Always. So now I'm okay with yeah. knowing, you know. But you never know how it's like. Somebody's not in the right headspace. Like, hey, I'm just trying to do x, you know, do a task here, and then now you said something like, oh, sorry. I just tell you know. Ooh. <laughs> like, what are your thoughts on? I don't know if this happens to you, mm-hmm. since you've also lost a parent. But I'll be driving down the road and I'll have this like, it's like I'm slapped in the face. I'm like, whoa, dad just jumped in my head. Brings me to instant tears. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, what are you like? Are you here? Are you trying to say something? 
but I don't get anything else. But is it because you immediately try to f- determine what's happening instead of like feeling like, okay, maybe are you, like, do you stop and like try to sense, like, do you change an energy? Do you like look around? Do you see anything? Do you smell anything? Do you, or, no, do, you, or do you like get consumed with like emotion and like turn it off? I better shut this down because I don't know what's happening. It's usually instant emotion, but nine time, 99% of the time I'm driving when it happens. So I don't know if it's because you know how you kind of zone out. When, I, when I've had thought when yeah. things will pop in. When I've had that happen to me, it was uh, specifically, I remember one point in time I got stuck. Uh, my, my job, I normally don't drive the forklift and somebody had called off and I had to be on the forklift that day. So it was all day long, pick this up, move this here, load this truck. You know, it was just, that's what I was doing all day. And there was, there was a time just like that. I had to go home. Yeah. It was, it was like, I was, I was done completely yeah. clocked out. Like dad got in my head. And that happened was, to me at work once with mom. I was like, I gotta go. I can't fuck. I can't. Mm-hmm. I think I it was my even, first panic attack or some anxiety. I don't know like what I could it was. Not, yeah, couldn't like, shut it off. Yes, yeah. Like could not shut it off. Could not articulate what mm-hmm. the fuck just happened. I got. I'm sorry. I, I got to go home. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's the one and only time it's happened, and I didn't like it. Yeah. At all. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds very intense. It's, it was. It's 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 not cool. It's not cool because you're you're fine. I mean, you're it's a, uncontrollable. It's a Were you uncontrollable? Yes. Yes. It's, it's a fucking Tuesday. I had a, my forklift driver called off. I knew I was going to be on the forklift all day. I looked forward to those days. Put my Bluetooth on, listen to Posty all day long, move shit around the warehouse. I don't have to worry about nobody else but me. That was beautiful. It was a fantastic day. And it was like 9.30 that morning. You know, I've been at work like three hours. And it was just like, fuck, what is this? Mm-hmm. And it was dad. And it was, it was uh, my grandfather. And it just jumped in my fucking head. And it was like. What the fuck? And I had to go home. Yeah. Mine was with home. mom. Mm-hmm. I, she'd maybe been gone six months sitting in my office. And it was like someone punched me in the gut. And I was like, what the fuck? And could not stop crying. It was like that day. And it, it yes. was like that day. Yeah. Yeah. And it lasted for, I think I stuck it out for a few hours and it could not turn it off. I had to call the security guard and be like, can you please escort me out the back of the building? Because I don't want anybody to see me right. like this. It was weird. I yeah. didn't like it not like it i didn't like yeah, it. yeah super weird yeah so i'm not sure like it could be part of the grief cycle but also do you think if if it was like spirit trying to connect and then it felt upset maybe the spirit says maybe now's not a good time for me to try to communicate again maybe that was too upsetting like maybe sometimes it's judging so maybe it's not that you know, she wouldn't want to connect, but maybe mm-hmm. she would be fearful. Like, maybe I don't want to upset anyone. That's That would be totally her um, if it was. <clears throat> and so maybe like, oh, maybe that was too much. Maybe I shouldn't right now. It's, hmm. um, Crazy. I mean, because they're still, they're still our loved ones. They still love you and um, still, generally speaking, <laughs> you know, like good people yeah. here in the physical life, good people in spirit. So it could be that maybe when they, those occasions they thought maybe were too, and maybe that's why the next time it was more of a playful type of interaction. And then was that before? Yeah, that was. Yeah. Yeah. The panic attack would have been first. Yeah. And then the other incident second, but nothing since. And that's been over a year ago. You tried meditation? 
not you try purposeful. Re- like reach out. Meditation, I guess. No. Yeah, you should try and do it. It takes like every day for, I mean, my biggest growth came when I did it every day for 90 days. Every single day. I need to try that. Yeah. Hold yourself accountable. Hold space for yourself. Like how long? I mean, you can, I mean, I think you want to do. 38 seconds. I think you want to. <laughs> I think you want to at least do 30 minutes. Okay. And like just sit? Yeah. I, Nothing or guided? Do, or guided. I mean, if that's more helpful, I think just you can, what I did was um, even if you find something that the mantra or chanting or something may be more helpful, even if, if you're not looking for something that's fully guided, but maybe you want something to still um, keep you focused, um, doing something with some chanting or some nature sounds in the background might be helpful. Okay. So if you don't do guided and you do like nature sounds or chanting, do you just focus in on that, like the sounds of the birds chirping instead of your breathing? Or like do you focus on what you want? Focus on the breath. Um, Well, you want to set your intention at the beginning of meditation. And my intention um, today is to to connect, you know, get a closer relationship with spirit. I want to be able to communicate with spirit um, and setting that intention at the beginning of the meditation um, and being purposeful. But you still, as you're meditating, you're not necessarily focused on the whole point is to try to keep... It's a meditation's a, a meeting that you have with your own self. So you're supposed to be able to sit and quiet and clear mind and meeting your own energy and feeling your own energy don't judge it as good or bad um so you can a lot of times focusing on the breath helps to bring that back so if you you're going to have thoughts that pop in so at the point you know acknowledge them let them go and come back to the breath but the chanting sometimes will help you just kind of you find yourself to breathing with it um or if you're listening to nature like just kind of hearing it in the background as of you know you can Breathing and feeling the waves or the You need birds. this. I try and I drive, bought and drive the struggle bus. Because my squirrels are so bad, every time I try, it's like seconds. Pew! Shiny thing. Pew! Gotta do this. Pew! What about that? I, it's con- it's constant. Surprised. Some, try some mala beads where you literally, um, you know, repeating your mantras. You're going around with the mala beads. Okay. Um, I have to go get some then. To help, maybe if I keep my hands busy. Or you can try a walking meditation, which I can show you. But I think those things are all good at developing connection with spirit. It's it's when you are getting into that space that you may have. Like, because I've been meditating, and then all of a sudden some wild stuff starts happening. You're like, oh, wow. What's that message? Okay, I need to hear that again. Some people see colors. Um if you're doing something more guided, you can do something where you find your, um, you know, your safe space, you know, if things start getting too emotional, like, cause even sitting with our own energy, if we have a lot of unsettled energy, it can make us feel, uh, anxious. So kind of settling back and trying to find our, our safe space and going to where, what we feel is our, our safe space and, or the progressive, you know, like the uh, yoga nidra worked well for you where you're doing the, you know, you're very focused on body, like basic, not progressive, 
relaxation, but it's similar. Like you focused on your foot. Yeah, like, that worked. So that is um, something you can try. There's free stuff on Insight Timer for Yoga Nidra too. Okay, I'll have to try that. And then once you find when you're all the way relaxed, and then get up, and then you're just lay there, and then if you're still, then you're kind of in that space where maybe you can try just being. Okay, I'm have to try it. I'm excited for you. Are you? I am. For real. I am. Get some tranquilizers for the squirrels. I I try to do it every day. Like there's some days I, you know, I fall down. I don't make it, but. One of my favorite parts about any meditation I've done is when you get to that point where you feel like you're just a floating head. That's where you want to get. And the more you practice, the quicker you get there. Okay. Because mine usually 20, 25 minutes. Yes. You have never done that one sleep Mm -hmm. uh, meditation I do. It, the first time I did it, I was like, holy fuck, did I die? Because <laughs> that's what it felt like. I was yeah. like, there is nothing. Well, you feel like, yeah. And so some people snap oh, right out. That's, that's where you have to be able to sit there. You have to like, okay, this is okay. I am just a head. Because <laughs> I, could, I could feel my head. Uh, and then everything from my neck down, it was just like gone. That's fucking yeah, awesome. See, I've it was never reached that. The coolest. It's the coolest thing. Feeling. It was a little scary because I'm like, if I move my leg, is it going to be there? You know, <laughs> like it was just because you, you can feel nothing. Yeah, it, it is almost panicking or almost like when if you've ever tried or they do like the hypnotic type of stuff where you get to that point where you're like, you almost feel like you don't have control anymore. So mm-hmm. you kind of want to bring yourself back. But if you can just stop and be like, no, I'm just going to enjoy this for a second. It's a really... It's really like drugs. Wicked cool experience. It's like well, drugs. Yeah. It, it, le- it legit. I mean, to, and, you know, speaking for myself, it's like fucking drugs. Hmm. It is It is like fucking like dropping acid. Like it's just like <laughs> you get that spot. Well, you get that spot where it's just like, whoa. Yeah. I can't describe it any other way. Whoa. Thank you, Joey. Well, yeah, I tried. Whoa. I had his posters all over my bedroom wall growing up. Blossom too. Nope, just Joey and Jonathan Brandis. Blossom. But I liked the show. I did too. Big fan. I did too. It was a good show. Okay, so hold on, let me get this beer. How you feeling over there? It's itchy. Yeah, I see. Allison just got some tattoo work done. She's over here tapping on her arm. So I think this is I think this podcast here rivals paranormal cage fighting honestly two very different ends of the spectrum very much so this is exactly when i when i talk about the podcast i talk about what things and we've had this discussion before i want to cross between joe rogan and coast to coast am do you ever listen to coast to coast god rest george norrie's soul you you seriously coast to coast was the shit you ever listen to joe rogan Mm -hmm. okay well the conversation versus coast to coast was he would have guys call in. He would have guys call in that were time travelers. Awesome. He would literally, yeah, he would literally entertain any fucking I, any, any type of paranormal idea. That's what I've always wanted for the podcast. And I really feel like, I really feel like, uh, that's what I want for this podcast. What were you thinking? What's I up, thought Ray? he died. George Norrie. Yeah. He's not dead? No. <laughs> Fucker lives in Detroit. He is only he 70. To... No, George Norrie had to move. He may still be alive, but I know he had to leave the country 
Why? He said, he said that he needed to leave oh. the country because he had people like following him and shit. Wasn't he? What did I, okay, so I watch uh, on. I have the Gaia app. You tell I don't have my glasses on. Yeah. You tell I'm like all on the screen. I can read it from here and you're all up on it. Shush your face. Yes, that would be Detroit. I, I believe at one point in time he was doing the show from uh, Thailand. He had actually left the United States because he said someone was after him or someone was stalking him. Wasn't this regard to the... Is he the same one with the area of... Uh, 454 where he said yeah yeah so that I saw that on Netflix or did they do the show? website yeah no you're on it the the website um Gaia yeah that's yeah I have the Gaia mm-hmm. app I was gonna say he's on here yeah okay. that's his shit he owns that he does yes yes he owns that as far as I know I, I do believe he owns that or he is part ownership or some something like that can we listen to coast to coast on the Gaia app no no Damn you, gotta, it. you gotta subscribe something just beeped yeah I heard that too what was that? I think it was your Oh, turn it off or something. No, so it um, turned on. Odd. It's no, been it off turned, this whole... It turned off. But nobody turned it on. I turned it on earlier when I printed out my stuff. Okay. Um, so anyway, I know we're sort of off on a tangent, but that was my idea was I wanted it Joe Rogan. Yeah. So he's still alive. Still alive. Okay. Well, Joe Rogan po- uh, to to uh, coast to coast. That was what I wanted for our podcast. I think this one, between the last podcast, Paranormal Cage Fighting, and this one, I feel is a really good example of what I want. Cover all sorts of topics. Just fucking, yeah, all over the place. Just have a conversation. Just have cool conversations about paranormal shit. I'm super excited about both of these getting out there. So anyway, I know we're up against three hours. And if you are this deep into our podcast, I sincerely appreciate you listening. I sincerely appreciate it. Um, Everybody here appreciates it. So let's wrap up on this. If there's somebody out there that feels like in your, in your opinion, this is obviously just Rachel's opinion. um, If they feel like they might have, this gift mm-hmm. like maybe they get shit they're like they're sort of like what the hell what is the best way for them to like we said earlier like working out a muscle what is the best way for them to the the most broad i guess tactic for them to exercise s- it yeah to exercise to start working on that what's the best way for them to say okay let me give this a shot and see if it works. I think you have to just rip, rip the bandaid off and give it a try. Um, find somebody that you trust that is going to meet you and without judgment, but it also has to be someone that you don't know that much about, but, um, because you may unintentionally, you know, that's why they say like a lot of times don't read for family or friends because you may have heard things and they may sit like you may have heard something three years ago and you're not like, intentionally trying to you subconsciously already know yes, but you may know that and so it may come out and then it's like then you're confused like am i thinking of that because i heard that at one time or is this true validation of evidence coming from spirit so for me it was 
you know, trying to find somebody that you can trust and just giving it a go, saying, hey, I have, you know, I'd like to just try to see if I can connect with spirit and see if it makes, if you know, if you can uh, take that information and it makes sense to you. I also think journaling is really important. So kind of gathering your thoughts and gathering what comes to you. Um, also doing some studying on like symbols and because a lot of it for me was I didn't necessarily know like when I would see pictures, things, images, like they almost, it's almost like um, like flipping through things really quickly sometimes. Um, like flashcards. Yeah, like, yeah, like almost like if somebody showed you snapshots in time of, and it may be really insignificant moments. Um, also, if you have memories that take you back to an insignificant moment, like there's times or I'll flash back and I'll replay a day and it doesn't really have any, like nothing really heavy or important happened that day. But I go back and think like, why am I keep going back to that day? And it may represent like a time where I felt similar to something I'm experiencing now. Or it may be a message from someone like, that maybe they gave advice or said something or did something that impacted either the way that day ended up or how it came to be where it was okay. Um, I think, again, I think journaling, keeping together your thoughts, if stuff comes to you in dreams, keep a dream journal. And then going back and just trying to piece it together, trying to make sense of, because you're not wrong. Um, it just may not be, you're not understanding how to communicate the information. You're not zeroed, you're not zeroed in yet. Yes. And so I think a lot of times too, you know, spirit may show me information in a way that I understand. And again, if I, I need to know if it's something that I should change, like, oh, I'm seeing, you know, the example that we had the other day is my grandmother, whenever I would go stay with her and stay the night, I love strawberries. So she'd always have a little bowl of strawberries for me at breakfast every time. It was like a special thing that she never forgot. So when I was reading someone and I saw that, I said, you know, we were talking about his grandmother. I said, you know, did your grandmother always have something special every time you went to her house? Cause she's showing me, you know, but I don't think it was probably a bowl of strawberries the same as mine, but that's the way that I could understand the information to relate. Something to you things. identified with. Yes. So trying to sort through that, like, does that really make sense? Or is it really literally the, uh, strawberries itself? <laughs> They're both The sleeping. dogs are making noise. <laughs> Excellent. So I sincerely appreciate this. Cause I know, I know from knowing you the years that I've known you, that this has not been, this is something you've just recently been like, okay, fuck it. Here's my weird. Yeah. So yeah. I sincerely appreciate. Yeah. I sincerely appreciate you coming in. You're fascinating. You really yes. are. Thanks. It really is. It's super cool. It's super cool. It makes you, it makes you super awesome to fucking come in here and handle and handle this shit <laughs> for real, because there's so many people out there scared of handling their weird. And I'm just fucking, whenever I get the opportunity, if I think, if I think, Two or three people will listen to me. Fucking be weird, man. We fucking need, we need more fucking weird out there. We need more people looking into weird. We need more people investigating weird. So I sincerely appreciate you taking three hours now, even though you're hanging out with your friends, three hours now to come in and hang out and answer these questions. I, I sincerely, I sincerely appreciate Art City as a group appreciates it three of us appreciate it i know i speak for for allison and t so i i'm really yeah, thank I'm, I'm really thankful yeah well, you're welcome it's it's been fun and like i said you know it's just 
putting out there and I'm not here to convince somebody that what I think is right or wrong. I'm just sharing my my experiences and if you believe it, fine. If you don't, fine. Fuck them. I'll say it. I know you won't say it because you're too nice. Fuck (laughs) them. But if anybody has questions, like specific questions, if, um, you know, they put them out there, I'll on our Yes. Facebook or whatever, I'll try my best. Yes, to if you have them. if you have any questions or whatever for Rachel or for Rachel, send them in artcityparanormal at gmail dot com, or you can head to artcityparanormal.com and message us on any of our uh, social media. Somebody will answer it, and we'll make sure that Rachel gets it. If you have any questions or anything, we sincerely appreciate you for tuning in. Uh, wherever you're following us, um, like, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your pals. There's more of this shit coming. Uh, you've spent three hours now. If you've listened this far, you probably already subscribed. But if you haven't, hit the subscribe button. You want to hang out with us some more. Uh, but take this week until you hear from us again. Take this week to go out, spread smiles, be safe, be be happy, be healthy. And above all else, make sure that there's if there's nothing else that you do between now and the next time that you hear my voice, babbling about sports by myself because I'll probably be by myself next time. I won't have the the, the great accompaniment that I've had these last two weeks. It, until the next time, stay weird, everybody. Thanks a lot for listening.